Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. No doubt, baby. All city truth. No doubt, baby. All city truth. Coming through with the crew. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Oh my god. I thought you were going to give yourself a fucking hernia. Um, More like a hemorrhoid. Yeah, a hemorrhoid. And yet it sounded like wicked muted. I don't know. A hemorrhoid. You sounded like the hot tub. That's control rage, boys. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Yeah, baby. And our questionably gay Filipino friend, Simon. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan experience this week. We're going to rate the week as well as each episode based on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And we're going to go over each guest in order and discuss some of the talking points, the finer things. This, that, and the next. Kamar, how was your week? Great week, buddy. I uh, did a show on uh, Tuesday to warm up for this big weekend. I was down in Toronto. I want to thank everyone who came out to the shows in Toronto. <laughs> Was it a lot? No, oh, okay. no one came well, out. I but, couldn't tell. But I, that's what you're supposed to say when you go to a city. But it was a lot of fun, and uh, living the dream again made me like. I was thinking it was like if it was like some sort of homesick feeling. Like I'd rather be doing this, but it's like when you're doing it's fine. But the next day when you got nothing to do and you're in Toronto, it sucks. Unless you got something else to do again. It was yeah. lots of fun. Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was fine, Matthew. Just so there's no uh, mistakes, I'm neither. Gay nor Filipino, not that there's anything wrong I said wrong questionably gay. That. We don't yeah, know that well, that guy was gay. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being Filipino no, or gay. No, just that I'm not questionably gay. Not that no, you're 100% any, gay. Not we that know there's that. anything wrong with that. The lady doth protest too much. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, obviously there's some confusion out there as to um, what I may or may not look like. So no, they just listen. Sometimes you hear everyone does it. Hey, listen, I said that to the person I said, I do that all the time. Yeah, I'm course. always super surprised when I finally do decide to go and Google what podcasters look like. And I'm always like, oh my God, this is crazy. I had no idea that dude was like a fat bearded guy. A radio guy. Because in my head, in he's a bald skinny dude. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. All the listeners, a lot of listeners thought I was out of like a big fat guy. I got that from a few people. A few people were like, dude, I mm-hmm. can't believe you're in shape. And I was like, well, like, is, let's slow your roll there. They're trying to fuck you. I'm just not fat. <laughs> but I'm getting there. But, you know, when you read a book and you, you imagine all the characters, what they look like, and then someone else puts it on a movie and it's not the same person. True. Very common. True, true, true. Well, you're absolutely right, Kamar. That happens all the time. Anywho. Great week, Matt. Thanks for asking. Great stuff. Big week over at uh, the Rogan Compound. Wait a second, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I've had I've had better weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Recovering. Very I'm brave recovering. of you to doing this. I'm recovering. Yeah. So brave. Fuck off, <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy. So brave. Yeah, no, Matt, it's true. You are a hero. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, I am a fucking hero. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like a hero. 
Um, that being said, it was a big week. I, this was honestly the first, like, not the first. It wasn't at all. But it was crazy seeing Joe out of the studio, like in another space. Very, and, and very the, interesting. And the energy's still sort of there, you know. But it was different. It was I definitely different. I think it was different. I didn't watch it. I watched. So okay, I uh, so I watched a bit. I watched a bit, and then I listened to the rest. It sounded exactly the same. You think so? I mean, pretty much. I didn't. Pretty much. I wasn't like. Um, oh, this is terrible! Oh, no, no, no. You know, well, hold on. I mean? There wasn't no drop in quality, but just the aura mm. in the room. Maybe the sound. I, I don't know. Was Jamie there? Now that no, right? Yeah, I, I think he brought Jamie to New York. But I'm not certain. Who knows? We can't confirm but do you remember Jamie. hearing Jamie in that episode? No. No, but they probably have a different setup where their producers in the back room. And it was an hour and a half, Mike. so it wasn't a long podcast. Either way, we haven't. We're jumping ahead of ourselves yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah, 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 let's yeah. Uh, let's start with uh, the rundown, Simon. You want to go over the numbers and the names here? Sure. Uh, thirteen seventy six. Artie Lang. Thirteen seventy seven was um, Rick Baker. 1378 who was 1378 Kamar? oh uh, fentanyl. Fentanyl. no fentanyl. no no fitz fitz oh, yeah. Fitz Fitz Fitzsimmons. yeah the the fitz dog no bump and on the road 79 was the fentanyl guy yeah. um let me get his name for you sorry i'm all david you oh he's in my other book. you'd think we were prepared yeah, for this podcast david winhoff and um 1380 was... It's Westhoff, Peter Dominic. Pete Dominic. Pete Dominic. Yeah. My bad. Sorry, Thanks. Simon. Good work, Mark. I got to write those down at the beginning. No, Sorry. My I, bad. I had them. Going to put those on the board. We were supposed to change everything. As season of, two has uh, started off two. so poorly. <laughs> Fuck. Couple bumps in the road. We'll just edit all that out. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it you a post. You can go and fuck yourself. <laughs> all right. All right. So, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's everybody. All right. It was well, a heavy week, man. A lot of like substance this week. I found. Yeah, I keep doing the dumb thing too. In like, I don't know why. I just keep putting it off till Friday to start listening. It's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. And I used it's because I'm not working right now. So I just I don't know what it is. But I'm like I have all this time. But then you get you know you get to Friday and you're like I have 12 hours of podcasts that I have to hammer out. This is not how I want to do this. Absorbing in the same way when it's just you got time. But I think there's something between the distance between when you listen to it and then talk about it again like it's always weird whether i remember the first one of the week or the last one of the week which is closer to when we do the podcast but that's the thing i listen to Artie almost right away but then i let the rest wait and i feel like i'm gonna forget a lot of good Artie shit but i you know yeah, let that savor it was a good one either way uh let's start by rating the week which we'll also do at the end to see if they match up but simon we'll uh we'll start with you Okay, I give this... No math. I can see you reaching for a no, pen. No, I was just going to write down okay. my... Uh, we'll say the number and then yeah. get the pen out. I'm going to give this week a f- four. <coughs> I think a four. <coughs> Someone was complaining about the coughing and I just coughed. Yeah, I uh, coughed like had... four times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're going to try to get a started. hold on that. Does four make sense? I could edit them out, but I th- that no, would take no, me no, 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 so much time. No, 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 no. The coughs. Yeah, yeah. No. There's a way to do it, and I just every time we cough, we're saying something racist. That's actually our. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just saying constant racist shit. Pick your poison. It's, they're all end bombs. Yeah, just know it's, they're it's all Tourette's. end bombs. It's Tourette's. Oh fuck! <laughs> there we'll there. again. Um, yeah, yeah. Four, four point so, one. 
something like that. I don't know. Four. Okay. We'll, we'll four. four. Yeah. Kamar. Uh, we'll give it a three point seven five. I'll give it a. Uh, I'll give it a three and a half. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm confused because just in my head, I feel like you guys are both going to give this first episode a massive score, which means that you just thought the rest of the week was really meh. Yeah, I did. Okay. It was. You're, you're correct. <laughs> okay. Way to go. Okay. Just knock that out of the park. Okay, guys, we'll see you next week. Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. I owe you beer. No, don't talk. All right. <laughs> don't talk. Hey, how was his five minutes with the voice going there, yeah. boys? <laughs> Listen, as soon as he told me, I sounded like a fucking, um, you know what? We're not doing this. We're, <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing you this. You broke character. Yeah. He'd, Man, be, a, he'd be a terrible um, method actor. I say try it for the post, Joe. Yes, yeah. that's a great idea. There you go. Mm-hmm. There Just go. 20 minutes St- of Simon stay being t- Simon. Stay tuned. Hi, guys. <laughs> it's another take. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the post show with Simon being Simon. Um, okay, we'll start with Artie Lang. What was the number, You're Simon? You're a real asshole. You know that? 1376. No, 1375. I don't remember. I'll tell you in a second. 76. You were right the first time. Okay. My Season bad. two, bigger and better. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Okay, Artie Lang. Um, Wow. Kamar, go ahead. You look like you're pain. Rise of the Phoenix from the ashes, Artie Lang. Kamar, I believe it was you. Now, I got to say this. This is a shameless plug, which I'm getting good at. I said I hated these things a year ago, but now I'm getting really good at them. We have a Patreon where we do throwbacks, where we listen to old, old Joe Rogans, and Kamar picked Artie Lang. How relevant, eh? So relevant. But I will say this. On that episode, spoiler alert, you said you're like, this is Artie's last time on Joe Rogan, 100%. And you so, did, and so how overjoyed I am to be wrong. Excellent and to see someone can yeah. turn it but, around. But I think Kamara is right in that. Had he not gotten sober, I think that was his last time on Rogan. And a real note: I went back and listened to it again. Six eighteen. That was the episode. Yeah, and he is smacked out of his brain. Like if you hear the two people, of course, talk, like he's so fucked. But Kamara, if you, I, I. Listening to this episode, I thought to myself, I've never heard Artie Lang like this. We didn't think in 618 that he was um, fucked up. That was not one of our observations. I just assume he's <laughs> fucked up all well, the that time. Was my, yeah, yeah, that was kind of the, that's like, where he, I, I lived. I just assumed he was yeah. never sober at that point. I think I thought he, he was in a good, uh, you know, good week or something. But he I think was, I remember you saying that, actually. Yeah, that he seemed like he was in a good place. If, if uh, it's just... The two people, he's slurring his words, and I believe that Artie Lang is like an idiot savant genius. He doubled up on a few stories, too, which was funny. I think I took minus points for that. For them, They're both doubling up on an old story, right? Well, I mean, no, but Artie told a few that he had told on the last time he was on Jordan. But again, I was like, he just, I think he was in, so fucking. In Artie's defense, he told those highs, so yes. now he's sober. He didn't saying. even remember yeah. what he was saying last time. But what's Joe's defense? Yeah. Is he just being polite and not saying, ah, yeah, 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 you told me that already? Yes, he was being polite. Even then, though. And laughing maybe harder than the first time. Well, no, but I'll say this. I wouldn't have said anything either because I'd. They were such good stories, and to hear him tell them sober, they were better, yes, and the and yes. it was better. So, like the story, think about it before when he talked when on the last episode where he was like, "I'd bet on the, I'd bet against the team I had bet on earlier because mm. I was so high." He said that almost in passing and nonchalantly, whereas yes. this time, like he told it like a true comedian 
would tell a story like i'd call him up like put a fucking thousand on the giants you know like he glossed over it and broke it down exactly because he was able to yeah because he was like this is this was my problem in retrospect see what was going on yeah i'd be sober at five and i'd put in a bet and then at 8 30 at the fucking end i'd be fucked up and i'd call in betting against the team i dude it's hilarious i never even thought of that that bookies would record all their conversations no i never thought of that either joey diaz talks about it does he i've never heard him talk about that and it totally makes sense 100%. You want to have your voice saying this bet because yeah. anyone. Oh, really? Say, you didn't? Yeah, I have you saying money line, right? Yeah, it, they, they probably supported little tape recorder industry back in the day for sure. So this brings up a question I was going to ask a little later, but I guess it makes sense now. Do you think that this is like going to be a Jonah Hill type scenario where people don't like Jonah Hill skinny? They're not going to like Artie sober. You know no. what I mean? No, Artie's funny. That's the difference between him yeah. and Jonah Hill. Like one one of the funniest. Like I can't explain when you hear him talk on even other podcasts and stuff. His memory, besides the baseball stuff, on like certain stuff is unbelievable. Listen, I'll just say it right now. This this was probably someone asked us on the one year as a question, what was your favorite episode of the Joe Rogan experience? This might be it. Honest to God. I laughed I laughed. Harder than I've laughed in a long time at this episode for for like throughout the episode. It was fucking. This is exactly why I started listening to Joe Rogan was episodes like this. What's your beef, Simon? I have no beef. I was just going to ask a question. Who do you think is the better storyteller, Joey Diaz or Artie Lang? It's it's a it's a push. It's a dead heat. Artie, because he's closer to the shit. You know, Joey's now 15 years removed from being a uh, uh, degenerate. Yeah. No, so, the answer is actually simple. It's Joey Diaz. He's a better storyteller. Only because Joey gets far more intense. He never stops. He only gets more worked up, whereas Artie kind of like stops and laughs often with that boisterous like, <laughs> I don't know. I'll put it like um, Artie has done more. Been in more movies, and he has way more Norm Macdonald stories, which are the best. I mean, I think Artie had more money before Joey, so he had, you know, like a lot of those, like, I made 140 grand in Atlantic City, and I came home down 5,000, like. I think he was owing 140,000. No, no, he he said he made 140 grand, and he lost it all plus 5K. That was what happened. He didn't lose it plus another 145. And he paid for a $10,000 hooker. What is the difference between a $5,000 hooker and a $10,000 hooker? $5,000. I hope I one day get to find out. <laughs> Could there be something in the the other 5000 that you just... like? And for that matter, a $2,000 hooker. Like, one well, no, them, as we, one of them shits on you. No, I was going to say, I don't know. as you'll find out later on in the week, uh, it's packing meat up your ass. That's what the extra <laughs> five grand gets you. <laughs> I just I I couldn't believe a ten thousand dollar whore, but maybe it's like he was that gross. No, that that seems insane. Because like when you like, let's just extrapolate this a little bit, okay? Let's take Amsterdam for example. You go to Amsterdam, you walk around the red light district for whatever a hundred guilders or fifty guilders, which is like fifty dollars. You can have sex with the hottest girl you've ever seen. 
So what kind of asshole today, says guilders? As, if it's the same, just say dollars. We know you were there. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make you sound. It's that not culture. even fucking Gilders anymore. <laughs> it's it's, it's your. That's it. He's trying Paltered to be like Brian Callen. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking tell stories anymore. No, no, please, no, no. It, Stop. Anyways, just joking. Um. So point is, extrapolate that out. You know what, what I mean? What could you get for ten thousand? What are you getting for ten thousand dollars? Yeah. Well, hold on. I think like you know, like if you can get an Emily Ratajkowski type. Is that not worth 10 grand versus whatever you're well, getting in Amsterdam for what, 50? No, what I'm telling you, Matt, is in Amsterdam, you can find an Emily Ratajkowski lookalike. Like, I'm any, it's such a fucked up place that in the red light district, there are like different um, sections of like ghettos almost with the different types of girls. That's what I'm saying. Like, anything you want. You find. I think we should do a location shoot. I mean, I did say this to Kamar once. If Instagram's taught me anything, it's that one, hot girls are a fucking dime a dozen in the world. And two, stay the fuck away from rope swings. <laughs> there's always another rope hot. Swings. There's always another hottest girl, eh? Well, that's on, it. On Instagram, always. No, I, I was saying, I said to you and a group of people, I was like, if Instagram was around when I was 20, I never would have fallen in love. I, ne- You know what I mean? Like, my 20s would have been much easier lived i think actually had instagram been around your expectations would have been too blown out proportion no i think i would have as a 20 year old with instagram i would have just been like hot girls are everywhere they're literally everywhere you don't have to like i don't know i just when i was 20 i was like i just got to settle with whoever fuck that fuck that oh we're lucky like the world's a big place. You can branch out. There's more people than your little circle of fucking people. And oh my god, I was just in Toronto, man. Like around every corner, you you see the hotter, a hotter girl, cooler looking than the one you saw. Like it's ridiculous. There. Listen, go to Canada, which is like you know a suburb of Ottawa, and there's fucking so many hot girls out there. It's insane. There's more hot milfs, but yeah. No, whatever. I'm just e- saying. Even the young ones. I'm just saying. It's a whole. It's like a city within your city that you know nothing about, and there's you know fuck it. Yeah, Artie has his pick of the litter back in the day. Dude, the story about the guy with Tourette's, what what did he keep yelling? Uh, something like that. I was, I, I was honest to God, <clears throat> I was playing a game of FIFA and I lost the game because I was laughing so hard. I, I, <laughs> I Come here, you motherfucker black Oh, dude. I, Give it to me. So he'd be watching porn. I was laughing fucking hysterically. If that's not rock bottom, though, you know what I mean? For a fucking hour to go, I've got to make some new decisions. Yeah. I'm on this bunk bed listening to this guy jerk off with his Tourette's. But I mean, good for him to still. I mean, he's still around. Because he's so funny. Like, that's what I'm saying. No, but I mean alive. I just mean like he lived through it all. And it looks like he might. He might end up being a Keith Richards where Artie might clean up and live to be like, you know. I, I think he's like Chris Richards. He uh, talked about Chris Farley. Sorry, Simon. Did you guys look at the picture of Chris Farley they were talking about? No. Oh, my God. It's the worst. Like Show he, me. He is so dead. He is so fucked up. Like, it's not. Oh, that the stripper took of the girl? I think he died girl? in Toronto. Didn't he overdose in Toronto? I think so. That the girl took of him? If Artie Lang dies of drugs, he'll be like this. Oh, my God. What I was going to say was Joe asks him, <clears throat> so are you done with drugs forever? And Artie is, he, 
I don't know if it was the answer everybody was looking for. You know what I mean? But, but it was, was the honest one. Right. But it's also the one you're... Like, he seems to have bought into the NA stuff pretty good. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all. And I don't, I don't think he's bought into the, like, the God side of it. I just think he's really... I know it sounds ridiculous, but if you have a problem, that one day at a time shit is the most poignant thing that they'll that they could tell you. Because like, if you try to quit something, oh my god, yeah, it's just the worst death ever. Oh, that's him dead. Yeah, dude, that's fucking horrible. I don't, don't, I don't I, think I want to. I see wish it. you had told me that you were showing me him dead. I thought you were showing me him fucked up at a bar. Oh, sorry. No. I, I'll pass. Thanks. That was his end. Is that horrific? <sighs> yeah. Such a guy who brought so much joy to end like that. Like it's. Dude, that was horrible. Yeah. It's, it's horrific. Yeah, it's sad. Really bummed my day out. I'm glad I sh- shared that with you. <laughs> glad I could bum your day out. So uh, one of the stories he told that I had never heard before was that he tried to rob a bank but didn't take the cash. Do you remember him telling me? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's. He was crazy about cocaine. Is a hell of a drug. And and then the mob boss, because the daughter. Oh my god, that was so funny. He says, "Yeah, you never take a woman to a bank robbery. Rob the bank, just don't (laughs) take my daughter." He didn't care that he was robbing the bank; just cared that he took his daughter. Fucking great. And he must have been like such a hustler when he was young. You know, like this episode more than the last one convinced me that rounders. And whoever wrote in saying they watch Rounders, we didn't mention this. We were talking about it during the Matt or the Ed Norton thing. Rounders is loosely based on Artie Lang and Norm MacDonald. Which sounds crazy, but then when you think about it. But no, and that's what I'm saying is this episode more than any hammered it home for me that it's definitely, it seems like he was Worm. Artie Lang was Worm. He was Ed Norm MacDonald. Is that right? Yeah. What a tie-in. Unbelievable. It would make sense because Norm MacDonald is that type of guy who um, could play that other straight man role, you know? Not role, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It kind of works for me. I never thought... I never thought about it before, but some of his stories, like Matt said, I was like, hmm. I may have heard that and forgotten it, but yeah. No, we talked about it on the podcast because I, you actually looked it up because neither of you believed me. You guys were both kind of like, eh, I don't know. This sounds... I mean, again, when I heard it, I was like, it sounds like some bullshit that I heard. But yeah, it's Rounders was based loosely on the life of the, the young lives. Maybe, of, maybe. We've never actually heard that, I don't no, think, no, we looked director at, or... Well, no, we, look, we, we, read, I, we read two things on the internet that kind of backed it up that Artie had mentioned. I think he mentioned on the Stern show that, mm. uh, that like some director bought his story and that was... It was Rounders. Mm. All right. Um, and how, how ironic that Edward Norton was the last one and then Artie yeah, and then the first one. Yeah, like, crazy. That's huh? a simulation, isn't it? And weird that yeah, it that's a crazy Matrix moment. Man. Matrix moment, pardon me. I mean, and weird that it wouldn't come up too. Like it sucks that you know maybe Artie. But well, again, you mentioned it. Like I wish Joe would have asked him a World Series winner. Pull it up on your phone. Yeah, let's remember it was an hour and a half. And Joe didn't ask Edward Norton about um, rounders rounders at all, which again is weird. Joe doesn't gamble. Joe yeah, doesn't he's not play a poker cards. player. If Rounders was a pool movie. Of course. Yeah. And then that could have opened up a whole end because Artie Lang likes shooting pool or mm-hmm. shooting heroin, at least. I thought it was very, um, I mean, to me, anyways, poignant when Artie was talking about how he got into um, every town he'd go to and he'd play the dance to try and find the heroin. 
the the desperation and it just reminded me like to a lesser extent obviously but with weed like when we were kids finding weed was an adventure you know like every because now it's just so easy but it was like you know not cool anymore part of the Part of smoking weed was the adventure of acquiring said weed. I still play that adventure when I go on vacation. Well, there you go. Like we were in Hawaii and I was like, oh, fuck. It's far and fewer between back here now with the dispensaries and access. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's obviously way easier now. It's not even an issue now. Well, not to mention. It hasn't been an issue for a long time. Not to mention, too, depending on what state you're in in the U.S., whether it's legal or not. Like if it's legal, obviously you can get it. But if it's not legal... A lot of the states are pretty lax on it. You know what I mean? And it's not the toughest thing to find. Because even going back to shoulder tapping, you know, when you're yeah, like yeah. 14, yeah. Hey, man, you get a me bunch of beer? money together yeah, yeah. and get the oldest looking person to go, hey, uh, I forgot my knee. Can you buy me a case of beer? You can get robbed. You can get the beer. You get some creepy guy who wants to hang out with you because he knows his girl's going to be in the park, <laughs> whatever. <clears throat> so Artie fucking um, records his book, audio book. No, it gives up after whatever it was, five weeks or whatever he decided, five chapters. And then he hires two guys with speech impediments to read the book. Like, again, I was just, crying. Was that to be funny? Yeah, of course. Just He's a genius. Yeah. Okay. He's a comic genius. But keep in mind, he came up with Howard Stern. Like all the characters on their show were people with disabilities. The okay. stuttering guy. Dude, he had that stuttering guy interview so many famous people. That was one of the funniest things ever. Like, So to Artie, that just would have been like the perfect. Oh, it was uh, par for the course. Yeah. yeah, let's get a guy with a fucking severe speech impediment to struggle who can't read. And he was in a bunch of movies. Artie? Yeah. Artie, a ton. Yeah, yeah. Like everything, like across the board. Wasn't he in Billy Madison with um, Norm MacDonald? Weren't they the two Hard work? buddies at the pool? Or am I misremembering? I don't remember Billy Madison at all. All I remember is O'Doyle Rules or whatever it was. Mm. Was that to, Billy Madison? I don't know. They all kind of blend into okay. each other. Anyways, I love the expression that he uses. Um, I caught traffic by the bathroom. It's a Coke uh, yeah, yeah. reference, yeah, yeah. but it, Joe totally missed it. But he just works it into conversation. He was like, uh, and then I had to get back, but I caught some traffic by the bathroom. Dude, he, I cannot believe that he operated at, like at such a high level for so long on heroin. I mean, I guess Robert Downey Jr. did it too. And like a lot of people have, but yeah. It's just crazy to me that like there's a small percentage of heroin users that can somewhat maintain a life. And then the other mass are just like useless, like can't do anything, can't get anything done. And I'm actually so surprised that Artie is able to do it because he's not the type of guy who was like, okay, I'm going to ration it out. You know what I mean? I'm going to take just what I can take to get by and that's how I'm going to function which is the way a lot of addicts operate, I imagine. Boom to the moon. He was just like, yeah, just give me it all right away. Gambling. All the time. <laughs> Everything, yeah. Checking the lacrosse score. Oh, dude, that was, that was fucking hilarious. He told hilarious. that story before, though. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm just... No, no, this was my only... I don't know about the, why this is not... The greatest podcast ever is the repeat of stories. Had he told the story and I had just forgotten about the kid punching him in the face? What kid? I don't remember. No, that's how his nose got all fucked up. No, I had never heard that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It's all part of his rock bottom. 
And snorting glass. Oh, dude, that was fucking nuts. Ugh. That was nuts. That made me think of a funny story. Um, once I was hanging around with a girl, and um, we were getting fucked up or whatever, and she wanted to bleach her asshole. So I don't know if you've ever worked with ass bleach, but it's sort of like a powder. You mix it into like a paste. No, I've never worked with ass bleach. <laughs> and then you apply it. So anyways, we were bleaching her ass. and uh, Your ass and her ass or just her ass? I don't know if we got around him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because once her bleaching ass, it's just her fucking and stuff. You know what I mean? And uh, I think what he's saying is once you bleach the ass, you got to eat it to yeah, really ensure right, that exactly. it's... Exactly. Uh, let's just say I bleach my balls for sure, indirectly. But um, so anyways, in the middle of the night, party's going on. I go to uh, have some Coke, I think. Uh. And it was <laughs> in a near area where we had... Uh, pro- Mixed up the ass bleach and I snorted the ass bleach and it oh was my like God. the worst thing ever. And I just started uh, vomiting uncontrollably, like trying to flush out with water. Like it was, oh. it was insane. How the fuck are we friends with this guy? Dude, uh, this is crazy. Mars a real wild cat. When he said that, I'm like, it didn't bleed. It just burned. But oh, I dude, really could relate to him. you could have really hurt yourself. I know. He could have really hurt him. He could have killed himself, yeah. Artie, with the snorting the glass. That, like, think about this, man. When you step on a piece of glass, okay, it is possible doesn't happen that often, but it's possible that that glass could get into your bloodstream and kill you. If you're snorting glass, like... We had a surgery. Do you have it taken out? Yeah, I know. But why do you think you snort things instead of uh, eating them? It's to get it to your bloodstream faster, you know? No, no. He's dodged... Dude. More than nine bullets. Artie Lang is like a walking representation of possibly why you would not want universal health care. And he, like, just like, I'm supposed to take care of this fucking guy. But no, he's on the other end because he pays for it. You know, I know it was a joke. It was a joke. My mind. So, so, <laughs> We're not going to get into the healthcare debate until two guests. From no, now. it just made me think, though. I was like, how much money do you think Artie has spent on U.S. healthcare? Like, just because of how many times has he gone in and his insurance or whatever, whatever it's paid? Yeah, out oh, it's probably and, fucking and insane. So this is crazy when he said he did 123 Percocets in one day. That that should more than kill you. Yeah, that's almost like two things of fentanyl. Yeah, he's got a strong constitution. A lot. Dude, that is fucking nuts. Exactly. Is that what you say here? Heroin addict, cocaine addict, like every, every sex addict, uh, gambling addict. And I... I I feel bad, I guess, in this new age, like to see him as a hero, you know what I mean? But I love that shit, man. And I don't wish it upon anyone, but I don't want a world where the, there aren't guys who are wilded out like that. No, but I mean, Joe, you know, Joe if talks, sorry. Joe, sorry, Joe talks about it all the time where he's like at the U S loves. I mean, everyone loves that, that work yourself back to the top story. You know what I mean? And Artie could pull himself out and pull it off. I mean, who knows? Sorry, go ahead, Simon. I was just going to say to Kamar. Yeah. I mean, you love that, but if that's your friend and you're watching them, like, self-destruct it i think you have a different uh i don't think opinion you have, i don't it, think you have know? friends when you're in that spin you know what i mean you isolate no i'm saying you like if you watched matt or i it, it's fun to watch Artie because it, it doesn't seem real you know yeah but i would say hey you better slow down you know fuck you that jack daniels and do what you do Anyways, you know? whatever. i mean i know what simon's saying but i also get what kamar's saying like it's you know you can't I, stop someone from doing something. I think we all actually have like a few a few Artie Lang friends that we've all watched 
you know i mean kamar's almost like that i was for just fuck's saying sakes. like yeah. are we going to avoid the fucking <laughs> <What> the fuck? <laughs> i've never i've never come to this podcast on heroin first of all no i'm no. just joking and i'm uh, just joking no no just that you're you're a, a wildcat i wasn't here, insinuating that i'm you're out a here drug still living but it's like worry about me if i ever would be successful a wild card that's the uh Oh, listen, I've worried about you and you're not successful. Exactly. You've definitely showed up at my house late a few nights and yeah, whatever, dickhead. Thank you. Uh, great prior quote. I don't know why women are always complaining. The they got half the money and all, all the, the pussy. pussy. I want that on my, please. I want that on my tombstone. That I can do for you. Man. When I got my haircut, uh, maybe I destroyed the barbershop with that line. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best line ever. Say just loud enough that everyone hears. You yeah. know what I mean? I sounded like a fucking God. I love how Kamar goes into the barbershop with jokes ready to go that some he'll say quietly, some he wants the whole barbershop to hear. Well, I knew the guy was coming here, so I had a more... I don't think I would do that if... You know what I was t- saying to him? Mm. And it was Rowan. He, he knows Rowan. Yeah, we, I, I thought he was trying to like be cool, you know? I was trying to be cool. Like, you know how... Uh, well, what, shout him out if what's you're an Ottawa go- What's-his-name is always saying, uh, my friend. Yeah. My friend Pat Buck, you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know. Shout out to Pat Buck. Pat Buck, great <laughs> artist, Ottawa. The He-Man, the He-She, Pat Buck? No. <coughs> no. We should do that as a throwback. We, f- we forgot to mention, that too. That was Buck Naked. Buck Naked, that's yeah. it. We forgot to mention, too, the tie-in as well, Norm MacDonald from Ottawa. From Ottawa. And they're best friends. Yeah. I think if anyone wants to hear Art Lang, he was on Gilbert Gottfried's. Yeah. And he told a story about Norm was at SNL and Matthew Perry was on the show. And at the time, Matthew Perry had gone in his head that he had invented a new way of like speaking and it was called Chandler speak. And so this young writer is explaining to Norm MacDonald his genius and what Norm was like, do you mean sarcasm? (laughs) Is that what he's invented? Because that's all he does. Oh, it's so funny. He has the best Norm MacDonald stories. I loved it. Well, I know, I know he's. I've heard him tell it three times. I'm pretty sure he told it the last time, but the one about the date rapist. Oh, the I, review. Yeah, Artie Lang has all the charm of a date rapist, and Norm being like the that's, optimist. That's great, man. Date rapists have way more charm than a really regular rapist. I love Norm Macdonald. I'd love to bring him here and do a show. My favorite story, though, was <laughs> the Greg Giraldo story. The fact that Greg Giraldo oh, was fuck. fucking bugging out of his mind, maybe overdosing, dying. Artie gives him, Artie doesn't go, oh, you're my buddy. I, he gives him more drugs. Like, let's, I know where you are. The guy's fucked up, saves him, pulls him together. The guy gets on the dice and he goes, Artie, you fat piece of shit, fucking alcoholic. Yeah. Like, within. I just love the looks he gave, the look he gave him. Hours. I got it. Yeah, I, for those listeners, I posted on our Twitter the clip. It's 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 to know that that was happening right before. I just want to kiss Vera. I just want to, like he was. Yeah. And I don't kiss Farrah Fawcett. He was out of control, fucked. Uh, already brought him down, and he's still a fuck. Like that's real comedy. It's hilarious, dude. Oh man, that was the best. Yeah, he had some absolutely great stories. So he thinks he's down three point two mil. I don't think he Total. thinks it. He had No, no, he, he seemed to know that number. Yeah. I feel like in his head, he's just I mean, if he knows the fucking all the world, like I feel like he's got that kind of mind. So I just assume that in his head the ticker runs like the US uh debt. You know what I mean? Like he did I think he's within probably 40,000 of what he actually has lost. It's like his talent is his Achilles heel because he can always 
book a theater, book a club, get paid, and kill. You know what I mean? He's got such an audience. Well, what I was going to say is if he made 140 for two shows that night, he was obviously like... He's a big, big leagues, draw and like could have he still is a big draw no he what i'm saying is. though is if he had just been clean like who knows how fucking oh he he's a genius i think he'd be a, a major player man like what, it's, it's it's what was the name of his nine ball booger sugar what was the do you remember the name oh, of, his, of the movie he's yeah the movie to he's that? trying to make about the nine ball player who needs coke i think it was nine ball booger sugar i can't remember it was remember. something it was funny yeah. Yeah. it yeah. sort of sounds like a rounders his that, story that reminds me has joe had the fucking director of that what what the, what was that movie pool hall junkies was that guy ever on the joe rogan experience i don't believe so i don't he think he has I'd, to have been i don't I mean, think i'd want to listen to that i, I even, wouldn't want to listen to that either remember that movie was he good it had uh who's that fucking classic italian he always plays a mobster chas palmentary is that it okay the guy from um once Bronx po- Tale, that Bronx movie Tale. I like there. Yeah, he was he was in The Usual Suspects too, right? Yeah. Anyway, I have to check now. I want to know for sure. There's no way this guy hasn't been on the Joe Rogan experience. Anyway, I guess we're done with this one, right? He was in old school. Yeah, let's end it with uh, a guard told Artie in prison that he was an entertaining fuck up. Yeah. And I think that's perfect. The perfect way to end it. Yeah, it really is. Okay, fellas, so uh, the time is nigh to uh, put your big fat ratings in. Um, right? That's what we do now? Yeah, we'll start with you, Simon. I'm going to give this one a, a 4.25. Disgusting. Actually, I think it actually gets a 4.5. Still, and that's still that's wrong. crazy for me, right? Like for a, me to give a comedian a 4.5 is really saying how much I like this episode. Especially with the short podcast. Way well. to go, Artie. Like, congratulations. Kamar? I'm giving it like a 4.6, 4.7. On, only because of the repetition. And now I'm as a connoisseur. Which one, a 4.6 or a 4.7? Sorry, you're right. Uh... Four seven. Okay, and and I'm doing this under duress because I think you violated some sort of sanction of hosting and rating. Go colors. fuck yourself. I want the FDA fuck to look Why? What happened? What? What's I'll your tell you after. Right. Right. No, I'll okay. tell him now. I te- no, no. I texted him saying. When Simon gives this Artie Lang episode less than a five this week, there's a good chance I'm walking out for good. So now I have to give it a five. Like, like it was just, it was, it was, it was. How wrong. you're not giving it a five is beyond you, me. The repetition. You give it what you think it's Hold worth, on. Kamar. Don't let this guy strong arm you into fucking altering your viewpoints. I made a note of it. I said a couple stories. All I'm saying is this, Kamar. It, is it not great? Listen, the repetition, I'll tell you why it was actually a great thing. Because it was sober. Exactly. You got to see how, what someone's like sober. And you know what? And you didn't appreciate it like I did. That's fine. No, no, that's okay. Yeah, Just stay where I'm you are with you, your I fucking th- opinion. I thought we were best friends, but I guess we're not. I'm no. glad you worked that out on your own. Yeah, you just fucking stay over there in your fucking high chair. Kamar? You are beautiful. Thank you. I give it a five. Like I said, this is definitely... This, this is in my top three episodes of all time. I could not suggest you listen to this episode more. This guy throws around fives like rice at a wedding, man. 
I don't even want to be racist, but it's like him and his ratings. You know what I mean? I wanted to. I want to point this out though. Like, how many? How many episodes? We've done this for a year now. How many episodes do you think we've rated? And Simon's given out no fives, none, zero fives. And I've agreed. probably given, but hold on, four hundred episodes. Let's say I've Whoa, made really that many. Four a week. Four a week. A hundred episodes. Yeah. Okay. Well, it hasn't well, been a hundred. Four times episodes. fifty. Yeah. 50 weeks i'm saying 52 weeks okay 200 but it could be more than four or two either least. way let's say it was 200 episodes i've maybe given out four fives which i think is a realistic number out of 200 and you've given no fives zero zero fives <laughs> i've given five i know i'm not looking i, I just I, you can't you can't like i've given okay. 4.999 you just can't give fives because a fucking dickhead okay let's move on then be realistic um final thoughts on Artie, come here. i'm so glad that i was wrong that i wrote him off and he proves me wrong which gives hope to everyone love Artie, go for it buddy <laughs> I, not only am i pushing for him i i truly from listening to this episode i believe that and i'm always wrong so i don't want to jinx it but I, I truly believe that he's he's like turned it over that this is it i don't see it he's got the right attitude about all of it he's not uh when he speaks about this stuff it doesn't seem like he's reminiscing as much as he's i I don't know like before when he spoke about it it seemed like you know when you you have that drunk friend that's like ah look at me i'm a fucking idiot ah you know i don't know we'll know if he uh starts a podcast again because he's doing movie quotes on uh twitter i think it is now and stuff he's starting to do stuff but remember he was like i had a podcast in my kitchen and i quit after two days or something. i was late four times <laughs> <laughs> that was my so favorite if yeah. he starts a podcast and it stops then we know something's wrong and that's what he meant simon i'm sorry there was traffic in the bathroom sorry when you were talking about him saying there, there was traffic at the bathroom well, I, th- that works there, but he was talking about sometime on Stern or something. When I guess a lot of people did coke in the bathroom at Stern. Oh, the Anyways, 80s. final thoughts on Artie. Great guy, amazing. I'm I'm really happy. Sober. Unlike Matt, I don't think I think he'll probably have a relapse, but I do believe that he will have that and then get back. Like I think he's whether he relapse twice, three times. I think he's definitely. Your heart is open for him no matter what. Well, no, and I think he's pushing in the right direction. Like, I think he wants to be sober, which is the first step for sure, you know? Whether or not... um, Excuse me. Like, he's a human being, so who knows? My only concern is their fourth guest, how he talks about stuff. Because that's what happens now, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's move on. Move on. So next is uh, number 1377, Rick Baker. A man who Joe has talked about many, many, many times on this podcast and finally had him on. Oh, this episode sucked. It was a real good uh, fanboy um, example of what fanboy can be. But I coined Rick Baker the Bob Ross of special effects. Is he not soft spoken as fuck? Uh, maybe, but he just seems so disgruntled. Oh, no one wants to work with him. Oh, clearly. Because you could just hear how he's such a perfectionist and how he goes about doing stuff. He got run out of Hollywood. Well, I don't think he was very realistic in a lot of his... Like, I understand that for him, he's like, well, I need to set up a studio three months in advance. And they're like, buddy, we, we're giving you $100,000 for this. What do you... Like, it just seemed like he had a lot of wild expectations. Like, I just want to sign a contract where they give me unlimited budget. 
and just let me do my thing. Like he's just oh, okay. he's set in his ways, and I think he's something. He's like, well, you know, I like it like this because I was an only child. You, you know what I mean? He. Um, are you saying nobody wants to work with him because you know this, or you're just assuming from this uh, podcast? No, it's like two sides to every story. The way he was talking about how he doesn't want to work and stuff anymore, and how just experience that happened rubbed him the wrong way. There's two sides to every story. Like, was he just a victim, or did he bring it upon himself by being difficult? Or, I mean, either way, he just said he definitely sounded butt hurt with the industry, and like he had washed his hands of it. That's the that's the. That was the gist I got from him. Like he just wanted nothing to do with Hollywood, and he was just happier doing his own thing, which is fine. But he's got Oscars, like Thriller, like he's done it all. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but in the past, I don't know, like let's say six-ish months, they must have talked about Tarantino ten times. Well, that movie came out. Oh right, yes, you are correct, Kamar. Yep. Nope. There you go. Once upon a time in Hollywood, which I got, I got just have Tarantino on. Man. Oh, yes, the guy's yes, the yes, fucking yes, bomb. Yes. I would love to have him on. I gotta call Joe out. I if you, I don't know. He just sat there and was like, "You know Tarantino when you see it." Yeah, because you know it's a Tarantino. Like that's kind of a ridiculous statement, Joe. Like it's if, almost impossible to see a Tarantino without knowing. What it. I'm saying, Simon, is if you. He said, "If you didn't know it was in Tarantino, you would know it was a Tarantino." That's what Joe was saying. I, I'm not trying to defend Joe. That's not my intention here. But I do believe that that's what I don't, he said. I don't agree. Could, maybe could. Do you think that um, uh, True Romance and um, Reservoir Dogs, you're like the same person did this? I find without that knowing? those, um, the monologues, there are the, the very similar okay, monologues yeah, 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 in yeah, them. That's, so that's true, if you true. were keen enough to pick up on that, okay, maybe that, you would this see is, it. But. That's where I disagree. If we're talking about the writing, then I totally disagree. All his movies are vastly different. Sure, some of them are heavily dialogue driven. I understand that. But a lot have of have that moment. A lot of writing. But what I'm saying though is as a filmmaker, he has that uber violence aspect that that is something that maybe you could spot but as far as like a writing style i truly don't believe that if joe were to just read if we handed joe eight scripts for movies that hadn't been made yet that he could just pick out the tarantino i have a tough time believing that unless well no wait just hear me out the problem is tarantino probably writes a screenplay like a fucking maniac because he's going to direct it so it probably has all the crazy direction already fucking it's done an on. apostle statement because you have to not be able to know what a tarantino Tarantino that's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. The, to say, yeah. That's why I just didn't like the statement because I was kind of like, I was like, I don't know. It just. Listen, um, again, not to defend Joe, but like how many things do we say all the time? Just, you know, in passing. Yeah, I get it. Right. I just, he was so adamant and he loved that movie so much. And to me, Tarantino has far better films than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I ask you this question. Have you always been fascinated with monsters? No, never. Never. I've I, I've not been fascinated with monsters. Well, this this is the the nucleus of this podcast mm-hmm. is two guys who love monsters. But the weird thing is, the guy who loves scary, hates violence. Yeah, I couldn't put that together. It was, seemed so. Well, no, he likes, he likes monster violence. He, likes, he doesn't like violence. He likes fake people. violence. Like to him, what he was creating was in a, you know, was not real in any way, shape or form. 
Because it isn't. And that's why they walked out of Reservoir Dogs, him and Wes Craven, which also seems weird because Freddy Krueger fillets women's intestines with his fingers, but because it's made up, that's okay. It was like it's too visceral. It's too real for them. Again, I'm kind of with Kamara. I don't get it. Like, I... uh, yeah, and I, it goes back to Joe. Keep in mind, though. Hold on, Wes. You're forgetting Reservoir Dogs came out in like the early '90s, and there was a there was like a backlash on violence then. So I could see Wes Craven having that. Like, I just think I, there was a lot of backlash in general against Tarantino's so violence just, when he they first. Were, they didn't really feel. Keep they, in mind too, he wasn't established. He wasn't Tarantino then. They weren't walking out of a Tarantino. Movie. No, I understand, but why would they it's be walking? These are guys who make violence for a living. Terror. I be- think they prefer terror. Ag- that's that's again, violence. Yeah. Again, I think we're like Which semantics is, at this yeah, well, point. Well, that's you know? that's what I'm getting out of it. Like, I just thought in general, I was like, how fucking rude to be invited to a premiere of a movie and get up and walk out halfway through. But Tarantino loved it. He looked at it as like a badge of honor. Well, he yeah. made these two guys who make the scariest movies ever walk out of his movie because his was so scary or whatever. So know? as a win-win, I just, it's a weird disconnect to him wanting to make these things but not liking violence. I'm not saying you're not allowed to be that way, but he's just so fucking soft-spoken. And yeah, he did sound like Bob Roth. Bob Roth. Bob Roth. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was definitely soft-spoken. But again, he was like, he sounded so disgruntled. Did you guys ever build those Aurora models? With right the, away, I knew what he was talking about. That you paint them? Yeah. The little figurines? They were like, uh, it was always like the Wolfman or Swamp Thing. But is it, was it a cast? They click together and then you glue them. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, never. No. Before video games and that existed, these were popular. Um, do you guys like the King Kong movies? Did you have any interest in those? I like the story, just like the, the newer, the newer ones. No, the Peter Jackson one, or no. no. I like the story as the like the Bible stories, you know. Yeah, I love the story too, and I think that like the beginning of all those movies was always great, and then shit just got out of control. You I don't. Know? I don't it was th- like the Godzillas. I don't think there can be too many uh, King Kong movies. You just keep them coming. I think you can keep trying to. To make the best one. Whatever that mm-hmm. is. The perfect one. Just that idea on this big planet, one giant, giant ape. Is- it is interesting, though, like uh, Baker said, with King Kong, because they've made so many movies, you can really look back through the years and see like the birth of let, what we'll call CGI right to you know the newest one where he's fighting uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex and ripping its mouth open and shit. Like... That's cool to see in a very short period of time, too. And I have a weird disconnect because it's like I don't see King Kong as a monster, like a werewolf or the creature from the Black Lagoon. Or well, he's just a big gorilla, right? It's just, but but he, he Godzilla is no Godzilla is a big lizard or something. Yeah, yeah. there's a, there is some sort of disconnect there that I don't think they're monsters. And in the modern day Godzilla, he was literally just a lizard that because of nuclear tests got. That's right. Well, wasn't that always the story with Godzilla? I don't remember to be honest. I think it was. Okay, maybe. Sure. Or maybe it was an ancient like, I I don't know. Which Fukushima disproved, I might throw in there. Because there's no giant lizards yet? Well, maybe they're living. showing up. Maybe they're living deep terrain intricate cave systems the oceans are so huge Simon, like, Simon's let's let's Simon's not get all, crazy Simon's here, already Kamara. balls deep in this conspiracy <laughs> no, no, I, he's just I've created. never even thought of it before but imagine like, there was just a I don't like his certainty a football field there probably is 
I don't want to kill myself. Well, I don't, right I don't away, want to right away, suicide. Right away, I was going to give him an example of something that I know was misproven. But yeah, disproven, yeah. D- disproven, rather, is, uh, you know, those greatest sites on Google Maps? You ever look at those on uh, no. where the weirdest sites on Google Maps? One is like, it looks, it actually looks exactly like a giant crab where you'd say, oh my God, there are giant crabs, but it just happens to be like a sandbar in the perfect, but I'll show you after. Okay. You, it's And the scale to your brain blows your mind, how big it would have to it, be. It's like a football field, mm-hmm. uh, turtle, come on. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. But come on, think about how big a blue whale is. It's insane. It's insane. It's ten, insane. Ten buses or something? And that really exists. Thirty buses? And we just accept it as fact because- I've seen it. Blue whale- No, no, I know. But blue whales are things, and we're okay with that because they've always been a thing in humankind. If a giant turtle was a thing, you'd be okay with that too. It's just- Well, the, the thing is that we're, not. we're both mammals- so there's a connection not too far away down the line. Dude, when you see those people in kayaks come across, even like an orca, I'm like... Well, I'm an like, orca is ridiculous because those are actually killers. Well, that's the thing. I, I know I'm, they've never killed a well, human in I have the a wild. feeling they have. Shout out Phil Demers. Well, we just don't hear about it because... Because uh, they're silent dead, killers. That's a it. A dead person tells no tales, yeah. you know? And they probably eat it whole. But um, I'm I hear you. But especially the whales, because I get it. They don't want to do anything to you. But you're talking about something that does it really have control over its giant fin? Like, well, dude, you're in a kayak. One fuck misstep that. or misfin or whatever the fuck you want to call it, and you are a flattened fauna. Charge it to the game. No pun intended. <laughs> or your, all pun intended. Your uh, lions are losing pretty, pretty. We don't have a we don't have a quarterback. So he made a thriller, like Kamar said, which is kind of weird. It was weird when he uh, listed off all his accomplishments, and you were just like, "Holy shit, you've done like oh, if you oh, go to the IMDb, Gremlins two four hour episode." Yeah, no, he yeah. had a lot of shit, man. Oh, uh, but when of... he said little Michael Jackson, I was like, "Ugh." Well, this guy is like <laughs> I know. almost eighty years old. I get old, it. Right? I just. The way he said it, I was like, Ugh. Did you know that Michael Jackson was supposed to have a meeting in the Twin Towers on 9-11 and missed it because he had been talking to his mother really late the night before and overslept, apparently? This is the same for the guy who did Family Guy. Yeah. No, he was supposed to get on the plane. Even better. Yeah. And, Illum- and same with Mark Wahlberg. Illuminati. Interesting. Both those guys. Illuminati. I don't want to kill myself. I don't want to be suicided. You know what's a great movie, and I don't care what anybody says, and I'm not just saying this because I love aliens, is Men in Black. It's a great another one on his resume. Yeah, no, I know, and uh, I had no idea, but I really think I know the the next two got a little crazy. I still like them, but the first one is just a real great piece of work and it also is like even though it's a movie and whatever made up a complete like example of what my idea of this interdimensional thing is well it has tons dude they pulled from tons of existing theories they weren't just making some of the shit was made up of i mean i'm not saying it's not all made up i'm saying not all of those things are their ideas they there are references to all sorts of actual 
people's sightings and you know <laughs> but rather from them having to the that, idea of traveling in long distance isn't an issue anymore when it's interdimensional you know what I mean yes is and, this going to be the movie game <laughs> I think that's a great it idea and even at the very end of Men in Black where they're playing the marbles yeah and it's just, the, yeah yeah you're just in a yeah that's where this small thing every, within a smaller thing every time you guys said the simulation <laughs> that pops in my head which just adds to that movie but he's done every movie under the sun and uh, uh, you know a valid subject for the movie game it's the movie game the motherfucking movie game alright so for the first week ever Kamar we're just gonna write down well Kamar's gonna tell us the year it came out and we're both gonna write oh, down we guessed we guess the year Oh, sorry. Yeah. We're going to guess the year, but he's going to tell us if we're right or not. And for then we're both going to write down. For the bonus point. Yeah. So here, I'm going to write down my budget right here. Budget. And gross. And gross. Or whatever you want to call it. Sure. We'll just call it gross. Just side note, I don't think I've ever coughed more than in this episode. It's well, all I can think about. We apologize if you have uh, that fucking phobia and we apologize to the I listener to uh, point that out and yeah. appreciate your feedback we do very much and i'm trying my best but the more i try the more i cough we cough way less on the patreon <laughs> <laughs> no it's if you join the patreon you just hear it less <laughs> matt actually edits it out yeah you become immune um that should be it if you join at the 50 dollar level i will edit out the fucking coughs don't say that matt. so i you feel like uh simon sort of shenagled this up so i'll ask you um what year you think it came out? Uh, the year it came out, I'd say, was um, hmm. 1997. I'm going to say 99. Boom! Bonus point, Matt! 97, bang 97 on. 97 on. Nice, Matty. Yeah. Winner next. I remember wow. my parents lived in the old Ottawa South. That was That was where I was going at. I was just taking a random guess. I had nothing to base that. I'm going to tell you though, this is where I'm going to lose this game. I think I think, hard. A, I think you guys have a lot of problems here because of the nature of the movies you've done recently. I don't think you guys know what you're going to. No, this is this. One's... I don't think you should be giving any sort of fluff at the beginning there. I'd like some feedback from listeners. Was I suggestive right there? Or was very, it very suggestive. My prediction. So, all right, budget. Da, 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 All right, I'm ready. Well, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call it now. I'm so fucking far off here. I am so far off. But I got the year, so that says something. Well, that's what my prediction was. You both, both of you guys are gonna be so far off. But I'll say this: for season two, so far, I'm one and one. So you're fired. I banged out you're rounders fired. pretty hard. And. Uh, usually when the year came out, we're closest to you bang on. I think that might, well, I'm going to talk to the committee. That might be a bonus point. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like I'm so off on this, but that's what I'm going to go with. All right. So I had uh budget 120 million and I had gross 480 million. Dude, we're right on the same track. I said budget 110 million wow. and gross 450 million. And I was on the best track because I said you guys would be way off. Budget 555 million. Whoa! Holy Box fuck. office 1.76 billion. Wow! 
Wow, dude. <laughs> no points. Dude, we've never been farther wow. off a movie. No points. That's crazy because wow. in my head, well, no, no, this is funny because in my Holy head, I'm like, fuck. this is going to be a huge budget. I'm going to give it a, at least over a hundred million. And then I thought it's going to gross a lot. So that's what I looked at. Jeez. Is that with advertising though? Obviously, obviously there's some marketing in there, but still. I knew that was a huge hit. I should have, uh, I knew it was a huge hit. We'll say if you said 300 million for the budget, that would be the accurate, but I'd say 400 budget. Wow. Great, great one, man. But way off on the gross. Wow. Terrible. Their return on investment on that wasn't even that good. They doubled their money. That's not incredible. One point seven billion. They made one point seven. They made one point two billion dollars. That was profit. a great return on their. Uh, oh yeah, no, I thought it was one point two billion. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But one point two billion is just double. That's not that crazy. You know what I mean? That's less impressive, but it's it, it's a weird way to make a billion. I don't know. You know? I mean, I'm once, just saying. You, listen, most people if they invest five hundred million. They want a better return than a billion. I would assume. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe you're right. But listen, it, it then spawned know. two sequels. Like, it created a whole... Uh, All I'm saying is, yeah. like, if you bet 10, you're going to want a better return than just getting... You know what? I don't know. All I'm saying is you guys are way under. Way off. That was that was pretty devastating. That, that was fun for me. I don't think it was suggestive whatsoever. No, you suggested that we both lose, and you were right. Rick Baker is a soft-spoken artiste. He did Planet of the Apes. He did Maleficent. That was his last movie, and I think something must have happened on that movie that really soured him. He to tried to fuck Angela game. Jolie. <laughs> and his fave, do you guys remember what his fave was? No. American Werewolf. Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For extra points, yeah. Kamar Hargadol. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. That's how I know warmly in my heart that I know you. Yeah. Because I thought about it when it went up. I was like, no, no. What is, here, here's a fun question. What's your favorite werewolf movie? I know mine right away, but I'll save it for last. Hopefully it'll be. I don't have one. It's weird to say that. Isn't there in, in Bram Stoker's, isn't there a werewolf? There's a. In, is, in Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah. No, I don't believe so. Well, like I said, that movie, What We Do in the Shadows, is one of my favorite movies ever. That mockumentary about vampires. And it has werewolves in it? Yeah. So the idea is like they're, all, they're a crew of vampires that live together in a house. And they go out one night like as a night on the town. And they're walking through the park. And one of them stops. He's like, you smell that? Oh, I smell werewolves. And then this crew of like white guys walks out of the the darkness and they're just kind of standing there and they're like, ah, fucking vampires, eh? And they have like this little, this thing and then one of them starts turning. He's like, ah, ah. And they're like, calm down, Pete, calm down. You know what happens? You know what happens? It's fucking... What's it called, sorry? What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. It's on Netflix. Jermaine Dupree and... uh, It's Jermaine from... Flight of the Concords. From Flight of the Concords. It is on Netflix? I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Uh, Honestly, it's one of the funniest fucking movies you'll ever see. It's so good. But they're making a spinoff with just the werewolves because uh, the guy that plays their manager on uh, Flight of the Concords, yeah, the ginger guy, he's the he's the he's head hilarious. werewolf. Murray, yeah, he's the head werewolf. He's so he's hilarious. the one who's like, Pete, calm down, calm down. You know what happened last time? Shout out Australia. <laughs> so my favorite uh, werewolf movie, really verging off track, Teen Wolf. I have to agree. Yeah. Yeah, Teen Wolf is a classic. Because yeah. I was just too young for American Werewolf in London. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't even it. remember that movie at all. I oh. think I should rewatch it. Oh, I know you should. You, I know you should rewatch it and appreciate all the hands. Um, 
painstaking work one man and maybe his sister put into it. Yeah, but he's a one man show. I know, show. I know I've seen that movie. Like, I know I've seen it, but I don't remember it enough to And it's hard it. in this age of CGI. That also bums him out, CGI. I will say this. It's got to be tough being like a... You're trying to make a werewolf and you have to argue for more hair. <laughs> like, whoa, you ordered a lot of hair. Like, you know what we're doing here, right? <laughs> that's, that, that was crazy to I, me. That felt like he was almost making that up. Well, because that's what it I heard. Yeah, too I mean, when I heard that, I was like, really? They were fighting you on the amount of hair? It just seemed... I don't know. I think there was, again, two sides to the story. I agree. I agree. Maybe the hair costs a lot of money. I agree. The hair was probably very expensive. I Simon's so that's mad That's for right after now. the show, right? No, I'm going to eat that no, salad no, loud on the show. <laughs> I was, Unacceptable. I was never thinking I'd be looking forward to this, and I was interested to hear them talk, but I was just like, uh, yeah. Oh, I found it very... This was a very bland... Was it two hours? Two Over two I loved when Joe's uh, whoa. I love when Joe said, uh, "Yeah, Herman Munster's a real Frankenstein ripoff." Eh? <laughs> it's like he it was. It's based on Frankenstein. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Frankenstein's monster. Okay, so, whatever. Dude, no, I love. A, you call me douchey. That's, that's the best. Or, I've never called you douchey. No, no, no. But you were saying I'm Brian Callen with Afghanistan. That's the most Afghanistan no, no. thing it, You know ever. what it is? It's Frankenstein's a, monster. It, Go fuck it's yourself. It's writing back at someone if they write your, you know, your, your. Yeah. <laughs> but I will, to the night, I go, oh, you mean the Frankenstein's monster? The monster of Frankenstein. Because <laughs> Frankenstein was the. Mad scientist. Scientist, right. It's a good trick question. You can win 10 bucks off people at the bar. He didn't like uh, he didn't like um, De Niro as Frankenstein. No, didn't like that one bit. Well, that seems like it was really one of those roles De Niro took while he was trying to pay off his wife. It's the most interesting all those choices he's made in the end of his career. De Niro, yeah. Do you guys? Remember? I heard The Irishman is incredible. Oh, I can't. Not wait that to you see expected it. anything different, no, but yeah. it, it premiered in Toronto like uh, last weekend or something. Well, what did you think weekend. of De Niro in The Joker? I didn't see The Joker. You didn't see The Joker? No. Did you? No. You still haven't seen it. Holy I saw the shit. Green Book. Okay. It was cheaper. Um, oh, hold on. I I recently saw Green Book. I couldn't, dude. That character is based on the guy that played Carmine, the guy that played Carmine Lupertazzi in The Sopranos. He is the guy that Green Book is based on. Frankie Lips. Yeah, that's Frankie Lips. Did you like that movie? It was incredible. I cried. Carmine, like the leader uh, or the boss of the New the York New York family, family. Yeah, the uh, Johnny Johnny Sachs boss. He was actually a legit like. I mean, he wasn't that he wasn't like connected, connected, but he drove this dude around and they remained friends the forever. The trumpet player or whatever? The, Piano. Pi- the Piano pianist. Penis, penis. You beat Piano. me to it, sir. Well done. Well played. Uh, yeah, no, it's I couldn't believe that. When they showed his photo at the end of the movie, I was like, that's f-. I was yelling. And Mary's like, who the fuck is Carmine Lupertazzi? I'm like, ah, never mind. I cried. Is um, that what it, it's Lupertazzi? I always thought it was Luber. No, Luber it's Lu- Lupertazzi. When she's like, and thank you for the letters. Oh, I mean, listen, it was that film was incredible. How it lost best picture to that fish fucking movie is insane. It won. Green Book won best picture. It won and he won supporting. 
It did not win Best Picture. No, the fish fucking. The fish movie. fucking movie won the, Best Picture. The, the taste of the water. The shape of water. The whatever it is, shape of water. Thank you, Matt. We're gonna have to check her. Uh, you, uh, you're about to lose so this fucking movie. I'm game. not Come on. sure if I should include this in the Joe Rogan um, book library. There, what a book club? Because Joe mentions it, but I'm not. He's not really suggesting it, but he said it was good. I don't know what the qualification should be, but Get to uh, it. The Strain. I don't know if you guys have ever read no. or watched that show. It was on FX. show wasn't great. It was okay. It's a vampire, uh, and it's a vampire. The premise, just really briefly, is there's a virus that's infecting people and making them into the vampires. So hmm. it's, it's a very cool book, though. Who wrote it? Uh Benicio, not Benicio del Toro, Guillermo del Toro and like Chuck Hogan together, I think. Interesting. Yeah. So Chuck Hogan, I, I don't know if it's Chuck Hogan, but it's one of these guys who wrote like kind of spy novels and then Benicio del Toro, not <laughs> fuck, Will you Gu- stop it? Guillermo del Toro, who is, uh, you know, Pan's Lab. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Shit. yeah. So well, uh, Guillermo, didn't he also do The Shape of Water? Right. Yes, yeah. I think he did. Yeah, he did. Anyways, um, it's a great. It it really Green is, Book lost the really shape is of water. No, no. Green Book won Shape of Water the year before. Oh, Green Book went up against um, Black Panther, Black Klansman, okay. Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, okay. Roma, Stars. Okay, Born, yeah, yeah, that's Ice. fine. So you're in the wrong year. It won, but it no the black and oh no the black and white movie should have won. People were saying that's right. It won. So Green Book won. It yeah, won Best Picture, Best Screenplay. What was the black and white film that was on Netflix that was nominated? Roma? Roma, yep. You're certain? Absolutely. Name all the best picture. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. (laughs) 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 My apologies. He's he's got it. He's got it pulled up and ready. That was it. Yeah. Okay, let's rate her. But yeah, one best picture. It's a great movie. No, it was a great movie. Yeah, Green Book. It's a Christmas movie too, is what I said. Um, Yeah, as much as Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yep. Sure. Absolutely, and it is a Christmas. It's a movie, movie so. set at Christmas time, but not a movie that has any. Well, it to do ends with Christmas. at Christmas time, so it's not even fully set at Christmas. And there's no time. plot spoiler because it's one best picture a year ago. Like, well, we didn't spoil the plot anyway. If you haven't seen, like, it, Die Hard is not a Christmas. I love Die Hard, but it's not a Christmas movie. It's a it takes action place movie at Christmas. set at yeah. Christmas, which Christmas makes it. It's Christmas not like movie. yeah. It's not which like is why I watch it. It's every not Christmas. Christmas Vacation. It's not um, Elf. It's not. Well, hold on. You get it? Christmas Vacation is just based around Christmas. It, Same premise. It'd be like Die Hard Christmas. No, it's, a it's Die not. Christmas. It's not at all the Simon, same premise. Die Hard Two, definitely not a Christmas movie. But set in the winter. Agreed. Yes. Um, vacation, definitely not a Christmas movie. I don't so we're in agreement. Point. <laughs> if it happens at Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. No, thank you. Scrooged, whatever. Like, do we Scrooged is about Christmas, about Christmas time. So, so is Die, Die Hard. Hard. No, it's not. <laughs> Die Hard is about a bunch of terrorists taking over a building at that Christmas just time. happens to take place on December twenty fourth. Well, no, they I think know that's, that's the subplot. That's the best time to take it over. What, what is the main they, plot? The Christmas they, party? Of course. Okay, get the fuck out of here. Now you're just being difficult. Both of you. Everyone's been sent home because it's the holidays. Okay, like, get out of here. And the real plot. Plot is Bruce Willis and his wife coming together on Christmas. You know what? The subplot you is that what? terrorists ruined. You're right, Matt. You're right, Kamar. New Leaf, New Year. I'm not fighting you, idiots. It's anymore. a Christmas movie. It's, it's a what do we call it when we all agree? Agreement. Agreement. So I, you're gonna love this. Someone I saw this comment thing the other day, and it was like someone wrote, 
I'm tired of uh, I'm tired of trying to correct people on their bullshit. From now on, all I just say is you're right and just keep it moving. And the person goes, "That sounds insane. How do you get? A, how can you do that? Like I can't believe that you can do that." And they go, "You're, you're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's this is what, this is my new thing, man. That's a mind fuck. There you go. Anyways, okay, rate let's it. Let's rate it. Go ahead, Simon. We'll start with you. <laughs> uh, who was this guest? Rich, oh, Baker, Rich Baker. Rick Baker. I mean, I'll give it a a three. Uh, yeah, uh, no, a two and a half. A two and a half. I forgot how much. Actually, I'd like to go even lower, but I forgot how much I dislike this episode. That had I remembered, I would have changed my rating for the week, but. No, we'll no, go, no. See, we'll this is the problem. This is the problem. Now he's adjusting no, no, what I'm ratings not. should be based. I'm not. Two and a half. That's my but rating. That is our original system, which the listener wants to negate, which negates this. But that's why you're just supposed to re-rate it at the end, Simon. So you're doing this wrong. You're no, doing this wrong. I'm, that's for the episode. We're talking about the week. Yeah, but you're... Okay, forget it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's all good. The rating you, system has become so bastardized. Of doctoring his picks yes. to make sure it comes in right in. That's what I'm doing. No, no. All he I, makes weight. I'm not doctoring my picks. My my choice was two point five. I'm just saying that it is going to fuck up. Had I remembered how much I dislike this, episode, I see what you're saying. Okay. Like I'm going to have to change my thing at the end. Gotcha. I understand. Because now. I'm wrong. I apologize. Thinking I was wrong. I'm admitting, I'm, right. I'm admitting I'm wrong. You're right. You're right, Matt. You're no, right. Matt, I get the last word. You're, you're right. right. You're right. You're right. Matt is right. You're, you're thinking out loud. Audience, Tomorrow, anybody who it? may or may not be listening, Matthew, Matthew is right. Come on, go ahead. <laughs> I, that one wasn't like that. That was Simon like a real Simon and you and me piece. find ourselves in agreement. I give it 2.5. It is what it is. Like, I, I can't hate it. Because of the thriller story and just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The, the cantina. What, what 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 Star Wars? Oh, yeah, we didn't great. even talk about who the cares? Star Wars he did cantina. the Star Wars cantina. Great, I give it a one point five. There it is. Sorry, this just wasn't very palatable. I I get it. It wasn't a singer and it wasn't a comedian. It's impossible for it to get a good rating from Matthew. No substance abuse problems. What are you gonna do? <laughs> this guy gave it a two point five. He gave it. He you you rated it average, and you're mad that I just gave it slightly no, below. No, no, no Matt, Simon, you're it's fine. right. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right, right, Simon. Don't go worry, ahead. It's all good. Go ahead. It's all good. Move Let's on. Move on. Fuck final face. thoughts on this guy, uh, Kamar, because we should give him final thoughts. The Bob Ross of making costumes, man. I swear to God, Matt doesn't. Oh, do you want to do final? Thought? No, I'd like to do a final thought on you. <laughs> you can do that at the end of the show. Um, You're still here. <laughs> final thoughts on this guy is: I mean, you get got to give him all the respect in the world when you hear this guy's resume. It's a uh, it's a laundry list of amazing movies. Yeah, that, that he had a give part it, in. Yeah, but it wasn't a good episode. I'm with you, but, but you gave it average. You said it was an I, average. I gave episode. it an average. I I didn't think but you it just was, said it wasn't well, a good episode. He talked about a bunch of movies that I like, so it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't great. Yeah, but he was a salty old. All right, whatever. Move on. Next Such next episode. Salty. Oh, of all the flavors, he could be salty's the one he chooses. <laughs> Seems odd to me. No sweet. <laughs> Number 1378, Greg Fitzsimmons G. Dog. Very controversial. Very Fitz controversial. Why was How this so? one so controversial? Because, like, I'm not sure, except for a couple words or inflections, it was the exact same podcast they had the last time it was on. It was way too soon. I agree with that. No, no. What they talked about once they went back into reparations and talked about their understanding of the strike for black people, like, it was. It was the same podcast. We have an agreement. And I have some inside baseball. Oh. 
I listened to uh, Fitzsimmons' podcast because I do like him anyways. And he talked about having, I got really down on myself because I thought I did really poorly on that. I was, he goes, I was on Joe Rogan and I just wasn't in it, man. I just, I just, I didn't come with it. And uh, I was really beating myself up after. But like, I'm dusted off, whatever shit happens. That was his attitude after that podcast. See, that's very odd to me because like, if I went on Joe Rogan and had a bad showing, I could understand why I'd be bummed because I'd be like, I'm probably not going to be invited back. But you're good friends with Joe. You're guaranteed to you be can, invited back. Yeah, you could have a terrible episode. You could say some wildly contra. He's had Alex Jones on multiple times. He's had Roseanne on multiple times. Like, but you're I, a close friend of it. Sorry, I, go ahead. I think Greg, as a comedian, is like in the back of his head is saying. I want to hit this out of the park because he's still a club comic. Gotcha. Whereas Joe is theaters like, and Fitzsimmons is as funny as anyone. And he really is. Yeah, he's hilarious. And his yes and game is on point. You know what I mean? Oh, to of just course. Always go, he always, always goes with it. He's always on page, always has a another line because he's a writer. But he was not happy with his performance. And nor was I because it was the exact same podcast that they just did. Oh, you're saying he said this recently about this one? Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I thought you were saying it about the previous one. No, 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 no. Th- this most recent one. Now I'm on the same page as you. And I think it's like as an artist or a comedian, him knowing they just did this exact same thing. He didn't bring in a table. He didn't make a viral moment. Not that he has to, but it's sort of sad that he feels that pressure. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, you're a dude, you're going to be back on. You're a friend of his. It's funny that Kamara's like, yeah, it's sad that he feels that pressure. Meanwhile, it's guys like you that make him feel that pressure because you're saying that he talked about the exact same shit. So, well, I I think it's a like he's agreeing with me. We're both like he he wish he had done something else on the podcast. Mm. Well, what's he gonna do? Shoot a gun for no reason? Like I just don't. If you're not there selling a book or a special, well, it just shoots Joe like in the Joker. <laughs> oh, you guys haven't seen it. And holding on, sorry. To- Holding on to stories never told that say one ups an Artie Lang story or uh, anyone else you want to say down the pipe, you know, but he's See, got great stories. And <coughs> I'm so sorry. I disagree because I have notes here and some of the things they talked about definitely weren't the same things they talked about last time. And I have some pretty interesting little tidbits here, I believe. But those may be just current events. They, oh, yeah, hear it. but they are. But I mean, listen, what are they going to talk about? There's nothing left of this guy's life that we haven't heard because he's been on eight times, you know? Yeah. Anyways, interesting tidbit. The guy who bought the metal detector for two pounds yeah. and stumbled across a six million pound, no, what was it? Sorry, three million pounds, six million piece hoard of treasure. Imagine that. That kind of story kept me unemployed for like 20 years. Yeah. As you were <laughs> searching. Thinking, something could come down the pipeline. Searching garage sales what, for um, Picasso's. Antique Roadshow, yeah. you name it. Pilling back the, he got when, Kamar, back the back. when Kamar started watching Storage Wars, it gave him a whole new lease on life. Oh, that made me sick. Made me sick that like someone's living my Did dream. you ever see the one where it was the American one? Because the Canadian one is so bad. I mean, the American one's Canadian terrible pickers. Too. Canadian, but, but the American one where it's the big Dale or Dwayne or he's like the. Yeah, yep. No, no, not that guy. Oh. He's like the fat. Oh, yeah, guy. the big. I know you're talking about. And yeah, yeah. he finds this uh, artist locker. It's this Mexican surrealist 
uh, artist and it's like a hundred paintings and it ends up being worth like, I don't know, half a million dollars or whatever. It's crazy. Why work? <laughs> Just buy storage lockers and clean them out. Yeah, it was in like an English farmer's field and the guys split it with the farmer. Do you know what's crazy to me about all that is that someone back in the day who had a bunch of storage lockers was like, I'm tired of cleaning out these fucking storage lockers. Like, how can I just not clean them out? And then it's like, wait a minute. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Would you like to buy the contents of this? Like, well, can I go in and look through it? No. Well, can you at least open the door? All right, I'll open the door for you. But that's all I'm doing. Have a look. It just seems like a crazy system. Because like you said, you're like, well, why work? Because you got to clean out 600 of those to get oh, the no, one I, I, All the get rich scheme things have... Caveats, yeah. yeah of course. Is, is it what it seems? Hard work is of the... Of course. Best. Sorry, Simon. No, no. And just... he's a hard worker. Also worked with Artie Lang, which mm-hmm. was... A, that's one thing they talked about. A lot about. of tie-ins with Artie Lang because uh, what's his name also had a tie-in. We find out in the very last episode, which I had no idea. Dominic... Uh, Pete Dominic. Dominic, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, what I was going to say, Kamar, is I, I mean, they talked about Epstein in this episode, so you at least got to like that a little bit. But we're Stonewall with Epstein. Right? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not. I feel like I have new information, but they were Stonewall. Yeah, did did you agree. did you see the guys I posted? Uh, I, I, I put it up. They actually went on the island with their cameras running around. just taking. How did they get possible. on the island? They got a guy to drive them out there. No way. And they were concerned it's going to be taken down. Well, I mean, I've contended for a while that that's where the aliens are now. Well, I contend they're everywhere, so that, no, they but could I be mean, there that's, as well. that's where the new Area 51 is, right? Epstein On Epstein Island? Island. Yeah. They just moved it all there. But should it be? Yeah, because it's the last place you'd look. But meanwhile, these two guys cracked the code. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> when, uh, do you remember? Um, Not even a fucking smile. What am I doing here, man? You are keeping this ship floating. Um, remember, uh, you know, it's a tragic thing, but that guy went up <laughs> and killed the guy on uh, the war memorial, then ran into Parliament. Yeah, that was horrible. And the Speaker of the House killed him with his yeah, revolver. Yeah. So anyways, that happened. And CNN was here for three days mm-hmm. reporting on it. Well, that's a big deal, man. That's like the only... Wait, hold on. I think there's only ever been one other time in history that somebody has gotten into parliament with a gun let alone somebody being mur- yeah if yeah, somebody breaks into the white house and shoots somebody that's a huge fucking story that's yeah that's way crazy, crazy. hold on not just that there was a shootout right yeah and the guy who ended up doing saving the day whatever in air quotes but i mean he did save the day was like a dude who hadn't fired his gun in 45 years and like it was i don't know an international ring of child sex traffickers of the elite of the elite is well whatever that should happen but what do you mean i don't get what your point is his point is cnn came to ottawa for what he felt was not a very big story they stayed here for three days and he's saying Epstein had an international pedophile ring that may involve yeah. all sorts of big well, time players right. and it gets no play. That was right. what he was saying. And, and you're absolutely right, Kamar, because we know we even know for a fact now, like, was it ABC that squashed all that? The yeah. queen made them not run the story. It was that woman. It's Buckingham all over the Palace, news. Yes. I that's, thought it was ABC. That's, that's Maybe Project it's, Veritas. Yes, that released right. That, exactly. Yeah. 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 
Like that is that's exactly what you're saying. I believe that, no doubt. But but Kamar, if you Kamar if, Kamar, <laughs> I sound like I was on South Park. Then. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but Kamar, if you're if you own CNN and you're part of a pedophile ring, you're probably going to dead that story, aren't you? If I'm president of the world, I'm probably going to be corrupt and pad my pockets. I'm like, what? Yes, of course. Like, oh, okay. If your aunt so had let, a dick, let, let she'd be, be your be. uncle. What's the point <laughs> yeah, of this conversation? Yeah, let it be. You know? Let it be. No, there just there isn't the to let people know my aunt has a dick. No, I just, I just well, okay. Sorry, so allegedly. If you want to stretch, the lack of the media's care about this or the the way they treat it is an admission that there are people involved with them that are involved to bury this story yeah. as, as it would be. Yes, well, I think we're all in agreement. That's scary. Or than uh, that guy, but I'll say I don't. I was not making light of that incident because right. it was a tragedy, right. and I believe that night on CBC they had because he just got he just shot him with the rifle in cold blood, and there was people there, and this one woman was there holding his head. Yeah, while well, he died, and it was the last person to talk to him. I think it was a friend of ours, stepmother, or mother, and uh, they played her interview like at. 7.30 that night, her telling the story, and it I, had me bawling. So like, She was holding the bad guy's head? No, no. The, the guy shot a guy at the war memorial. Oh, yeah, 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 for yeah. people listening who have never been to Ottawa, there's a war memorial for World War II veterans. Well, for all war veterans. That's like a, I'd say a half block away from what is our White House, but no one lives there. It's the Parliament Hill. And, and it has an open he shot, entrance. He, yeah, you, anyone can just go in. It's not closed like the White House. There's not like a big fence. Well, you, They'd smoke weed and do yoga on the front lawn all the time. You can't go into the actual building, I don't think. Yeah, you, you can. can. Get to, I think you, yeah, you can walk right up. But to go deep in, you need to, you need to have the right credentials or be on a tour or something. Right. But I'm saying those front doors are open during yes, the day. Yes, you This are guy shot someone at the War Memorial and then ran over to Parliament Hill and went in the front door, and that's where he got in a shootout with, I believe, the security or OPP, Speaking not OPP. Of the house. Well, I, yeah, but I think no, but there was multiple shooters on. Like, well, they thought there were multiple guys because they chased people. No, what I'm, or, I meant multiple shooters shooting at the the right. bad, the bad guy. But they did think there were multiple bad guys at one point because they locked down the Rito Center. The city. And well, they locked the down downtown. every. Well, you're forgetting. No, because they were searching for them in the Rito Center. Is what I'm. They saying. were searching for nobody. But though, what right? I'm also right. saying is, it's a Ottawa is a government city, and all that surrounds the Parliament buildings are government buildings. So they locked down every building there, yeah. and then of course they would lock down the Rito Center because. Yeah. No. 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 I I agree with yeah. everything you're saying there. In addition to that, mm -hmm. they thought that there was somebody yeah, yeah. in the Rito Center, which is a shopping center yeah. here, and they were searching it. But, the but Kamar, I thought there was multiple like bomb dogs. I thought there was multiple security shooting back at him once he entered the building. There were. There was a whole kind of firefight going on. And then the I guy, thought the speaker came up behind him or beside him and shot him. I thought that was. That's probably what happened. I'm just saying this is a crazy story. I'm not making light of it. The Epstein thing is bigger news to me than this is. Yeah, I, it's news because it's localized. I agree. I, I I guess my point was CNN three days here is warranted. They should have had a hundred days on Epstein. I'm with by you. now, by now, and now it's going to pull out three days in Ottawa for that happening. I think is warranted. And like, I'd be interested in how many of our listeners never knew that happened. You know what I mean? As for mm -hmm. us, it's not it's not like a a nine eleven. Of course, I'm not trying to make a false comparison, but it 
fuck the city up for 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 a day like oh no eh, for a couple of days traffic yeah. whatever after the fact now we know what it was but it was it's memorable but cool. i doubt most people ever ever know that i was saying to simon um i wished yes we watched the ufc yesterday it was in russia and a lot of the fighters were russian so i was saying i wished that the translator for the last fight was like uh, he wanted to say that he thanks mother and he thanks team, American top team, and he says that Epstein did not kill himself. Like I was just praying for oh, that. I know it, it didn't was, happen, it so but I was like, I was like, I was, I was, I was, pu- I was pushing for it so hard. I was like, fuck, that would be the best. I uh, I made an Epstein meme the other day, and somebody from our uh, somebody who comments or who listens to our podcast just made a comment that. I thought was fitting is that Kamara and I called this. We said right before Joe posted the first um, Epstein didn't court, kill himself meme that's kind of started this whole cascade. Kamara and I had been saying, how is this not getting any play anymore in the media? Like we were saying that Kamara, not to pat ourselves on the back. Well, we didn't say it would happen through the meme war though. We're not that clear. I didn't think Joe Rogan would do it. I'm just, well, I, I think that's interesting about Joe considering he's pulled back so much for conspiracy that he keeps um, dealing with it. But the meme thing is a weird thing that it becomes so mainstream that it becomes not a focus, even though it seems like it's a focus. Well, listen, if you want to believe in the cover-up, the meme is the best way to make this thing just a running joke. Like, they prove that with Russia, that all they're doing, if you believe this is a big cover-up, the meme is the perfect thing. Because it just becomes this month's meme. Epstein killed himself. If they hadn't, uh, just, I agree that's a possibility, Matt. But just as a a, a counterpoint to that, if they don't bring this meme up again, then it's just forgotten. Like, it's, this brings it back into the media, regardless of whether it's a joke or not. It's still a point of discussion. Nobody was talking about whether he killed himself or not, and now everybody's talking. I get about it, it, but Simon, if everyone if everyone is saying Epstein killed himself, and everyone actually believes that, and still nothing's being done, then it really is it's just a weird ad nauseum that happens. Then it right? really just becomes the next fucker right in the pussy. Everyone's just saying it behind a news anchor, and it becomes that. Like I said, it just becomes a weird catchphrase that people are using for clout, as opposed to someone actually being like, "Hey." If this guy didn't kill himself and the government killed him, like why isn't anyone looking into this? And I don't want to jump ahead, but I do because uh, I really believe it was a carbon copy of the last podcast I had. This is, we're still talking about Greg Fitzsimmons right now, right now. Yeah, we are still talking about Greg Fitzsimmons. And so the next podcast is about a, I'd say, a really good reporter. As far as like embedding themselves and like learning a story, you know what I mean. And I don't feel any reporters know anything about this. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know what I mean. You can get into stuff. You can find out stuff. I'm excited about the next guy. Really excited, but uh, it's just journalism's decisions are very interesting. The meme puts the conversation back into play, and then. It, that spins off to podcasts talking about it. And like, I'm telling you, it's back in, it had disappeared and now it's back. Okay, like, but then we can add a list of JFK, 9-11, Area 51. The, the, no, these are all open-ended things that just exist now. Right. Those Elvis are all lives. very old things. This has only been going on for, we've only, like, it could still, there could still be an end to this. Wow. Well, of course, that's what I jerk off to every night, but... 
every meme. Epstein didn't kill himself. No, no. Epstein didn't kill himself. No, Hillary Clinton, like, getting pulled out of a fucking crack house where she's hiding out, head smashed on the cars, they force her in, you know what I mean, busted. She takes two guys down. Joe, uh, Joe had a great idea for a movie plot, I think, inadvertently. Um, they take away all the mosquitoes in the world to get rid of malaria. And another bug takes the place of the mosquitoes, but it's a hardier bug and it expedites the disease, you know, a hundredfold. That's scary. Yeah. It would be a good movie. Good uh, disaster movie. I wonder if Joe will ever get into making a movie. I don't think so. Never. I don't no. think so. Because w- which episode was it in? He was like, like, I think it's the next one where he's like, really says, I made fuck you money. Yeah. And it's way before any of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, dude, he got paid for Fear Factor. Yeah, but... <laughs> like, he might have been making 250 grand an episode, if not more. So, yeah. so Maybe, he, Probably more. He had fuck you money. Now he's grabbed her by the pussy money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, he's, he's flossing for sure. Just back to the Epstein for one second. So... They, I heard somewhere that the video that's going to be released about Clinton. Remember, we were like, "What is that going to?" Don't be? talk about basements. Don't talk about that with me. Okay, is that we gonna? No, we can't. I'll lose my mind. I wasn't going to say basements, <laughs> but is that involved in it? I don't know what's involved in it. Uh, I don't. I you don't like that? Okay, fine. We won't go there. That's all good. Out of the uh, frustration, what about, not getting the truth. What about Trump Jr. on the View? Did anybody watch that? What happens if you like? What do they say? Um, lies are told with earnest and sincerity, and uh, truths are told with a giggle. You know what I mean? People laugh stuff off, but when it's like a real lie, and him saying, "Joy, you wore blackface. I didn't wear blackface. She did wear black." Like he went in swinging. So is I don't like the view. So I mean, no one got hurt physically. I didn't see it. I didn't realize that Kamar had like actually, you know, <laughs> done research on the view. It's a, it's a five minute clip. Yeah, no, I saw it. Nope. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have asked the question he if I didn't see it. He was doing investigative reporting. I was just. I was, it was a gotcha moment. Simon always does that. Did you go? Oh, I saw it. I was just the the idiot that was actually watching. Like, hey, hey give me some popcorn. Kamar just is happens to be a view watcher. He watches the view. Again, I've been unemployed yes, for a couple yeah, of years because I was trying to find that uh, hidden treasure. I hope the view isn't part of your wa- your uh, viewing. Eleven o'clock, I think, when you smoked your second joint and you've been kicked off the streaming service. You got to wait for yeah. <laughs> to kick back in. That's where the view comes. Yeah, on. you want to see what Whoopi's got to say? And again, they talked about the possibility of Trump extending his time in office. Like I just, I'll, I'll say this on record: that's the only time I'm concerned. That when that happens, because that's just a total breakdown of the system. And even then, uh, all you'll get out of me is like, okay, I was completely wrong about Trump, and he's the worst thing that's ever happened to the world. So that will be the moment, though, that you realize that he's a dictator and not uh, a good guy. But I don't think it'd be, uh, he's a good guy to me, so it, if he becomes that dictator, it's a bad for the people that don't like him, but I like him, so I'll be rewarded for my service how many times have you guys caught your dick in your zipper? Uh, mostly with shorts, commando. I don't know, four or five. Once. That was, that my, was enough. My answer is zero. Oh, actually, no, sorry, twice. 
twice. twice right? yeah. There, but there's. But I never. Now I'm over. I'm an over the bridge guy. Over the bridge guy. You never go fresco. So sorry. This was when you were pissing through your zipper. Yeah. When did you ever do that? When I was young. Over the yeah, bridge, you okay. pull the whole thing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so. would always um, unbutton. You know what I mean? I Remove never. Remove his socks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I do. <laughs> that is part of the whole thing. But no, that's that's for a shit. Why do you need ten minutes in the bathroom? Well, going to the bathroom takes two. It's putting my shirt on that takes the time. Well, it's getting home first of all, <laughs> yeah. and then that I've, takes like fifteen I've, minutes. I've definitely caught a nut with a zipper. Oh. And so like, ah. Oh! You know Oof. what I mean? I've definitely caught a shaft, and I've definitely called a crowd. Like uh, okay. three I times. You're going to say it. I've definitely caught the clap. But it- <laughs> yeah. well, that, that too. Um, but I thought Joe saying he had done it five times. I was like, "Fuck! How many times would it take you to catch your dick in your zipper?" You do not go fresco. No. When you're feeling it, you go fresco. What do you mean, Fresco Commando? No wonder, yeah. Commando. And I definitely wouldn't go Commando if I was wearing pants that had a zipper because don't you like what's what's the inside of the zipper like? Is it? There's a flap. There's a flap. Why would you go Commando? I just don't understand yeah, that, that anyway. Too. Well, especially say, in jeans. If you jeans, it's unreal. No, fucking, no. The only thing worse would be corduroys. You guys are players. No, it's more like when you're in board <laughs> shorts. Guy. You know what I mean? You're already wearing just shorts with sure, underwear. Okay. That's for me. I I lean towards that when I was living in Australia. But even board shorts, I like to wear some fucking boxer briefs under. Because then you're you're dude in board shorts. If you're sitting on like a stair, you your, your dick, dick is just hanging, hanging out. out. Yeah. yeah, no one wants to see that. Kamara needs. You never know. Good <laughs> eye. If Kamara has to take his underwear off, there's too much time, and then she could decide that she doesn't want to do it. So it's Sad just but true. like easy access. You know, send titty pics. Send titty pics. So the most interesting piece of information in this whole episode, though, was that Aubrey used to be called Chris. Chris. Yeah, that was off-putting. That was crazy. (laughs) It it was hilarious, actually. It was funny how Joe was just like, so he's just like, listen, he's a good friend of mine. Wants to be called Aubrey. He's fucking Aubrey now. I don't give a fuck, you know. Well, Aubrey is such an open person, though. There's no way he'd be like, oh, guys, did you hear him on the fight and the kid? No. But he must have had an epiphany during a mushroom trip or an ayahuasca trip or something and decided he was Aubrey. He saw Aubrey. I yeah. think he made a bad decision, but whatever. He's a cool guy. That's not my favorite name. Kumar, I, I told Simon, though, I was like, I got bad news for you, pal. I was like, I, I, you're a good friend of mine. But if Simon just showed up and was like, guys, I did DMT and now my name is Kim, I would clown him for life and he would be Kim Simon. John. I would like never. His picture. <laughs> But Kim but Joe, John. you know, Joe's just like whatever. And and really, if if you came to me and you were serious, you were like, I had this DMT trip. I saw what my name is supposed to be. I would honor that. Really? I, yeah. If I came to you and said my name is Bodis Yatfa, I'd be like, I'm gonna call you Bodhi, which is no, kind of cool. But then I say no. That no. My name is Bodis Yatva. I know. Well, I'm gonna be like, well, I can't Filipino. say that properly. <laughs> I can't say that properly. <laughs> I'm just saying. I I, I don't know. Good for Aubrey, though. He doesn't pulled it off. Doesn't make a difference in my life. No. I guess if you're a really, really cool dude. You can get away with anything. You can get away with but anything. But he, he talked about, similar to uh, Chelsea uh, Hotsey, what's her, whatever her name, the, the girl I love, I can't remember her name right now, but how he was an open relationship and it was fucked. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe that was the open relationship. I can't imagine being in an open relationship Possibly, would, but would work that well. Unless you're the girl. 
She it, and Aubrey, he's a confident, he's Aubrey a confident is, guy. is with um, no, he's not. I was wrong about that. It's oh, you else. thought he was with Whitney? They, they, they were okay, they, they were, were together at but one point. But it's and not, I said okay. that boldly, like 100%. This is the facts, yeah, yeah, sell you your did, house, yeah. sell everything. <laughs> we're gonna be rich, <laughs> that's why you have to take me with a great assault at all times. But he's an open guy and candid and in touch and doing well, like, he's not struggling to get on Joe Rogan to like, I need followers. Greg was though and uh, he didn't have a good out and they talked about the exact same thing the reparations all that stuff I swear to God aside from maybe some current events that happened in the last three weeks because that's what the last time he was on it feels like yeah back to my list of 50 that have been on five times yes that's what we're looking for yeah he's on there a lot so but we're done with him I think okay but again not well we're rating it now so here Mark, we go. go ahead Two. We'll start with you I, I, I think to do anything less would make me not like Greg Fitzsimmons or something uh, I give it a two and a half. It was average. I mean, again, it's just your average outing for Greg. And he was disappointed with it, which was inside baseball. I give it a 3.25. I actually thought that some of the stuff they talked about was very interesting. We got some Epstein talk in there. And uh, I, I, I personally, I just think I like how Epstein's it was too worth, early. For Simon, Epstein's worth like a point and a half, like right out the gate. Like if you go on Joe Rogan and you mention Epstein. First, Not a half a point, a point, a point and, and a half. half. Yeah, That's yeah, what I was yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And it would be for me, except for my frustration that has now just become a meme. And- I was going to say, I don't have to justify myself to you assholes, but you know you don't. what? You don't. You're, you're right. I know. Yeah. Let's, let's no- <laughs> rate it. <laughs> Matt? Uh, I give. I did. I gave oh, it a two and a half. Sorry. Two and a half. I Perfect. said average. Okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. So let's. Right uh, down the middle. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, pay some bills, and uh, we'll be right back. Uh, This episode of the podcast is brought to you by BlueChew.com. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Well, now you can increase your performance and get extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Now, you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready to go whenever an opportunity arises. Now, if you can benefit from some extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Now, most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Now, Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So that means no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special code for our listeners. If you visit bluechew.com, you will get your first shipment for free when you use our promo code J-R-E-E. You just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, and the promo code is J-R-E to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, and faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number, name. Thank you, sponsor. That's new. Thirteen seventy nine. Ben Westhoff. 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 Yeah. Uh, this guy. This when he first started talking, I was like, "Fuck no, I'm not doing this." We all should have our mulligans. Like, I I thought his tone was so annoying, and then the facts and knowledge he, he kept coming out. He became uh, mesmerizing and a great storyteller. Man. Simon came to get something, and he's sitting here. And I just had YouTube on. I was like, oh, who's this Who's this guy? Because it had just dropped. 
And I turned it on and immediately Simon was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I put him on on uh, time and a half. That made it way better. There was something about his delivery that was like uh, intensely off-putting. It's but- insane. On, to- on two and a half. I listened to-, to it on two times and he spoke at a very normal pace. Mm-hmm. I had to kept keep checking. I was like, "Do I have this on two time? Because I don't have the time for this right now." It was now. better fast. Yes, what you're both saying. Yeah, it was one of the few that was way better fast. Weird kind of pause, not a pause. I whatever. Anyways, and I really got to say, it. You're right, Kamar. It didn't end up being a terrible episode, but I wish he had been there to talk about his first books, about the rap game. Well, that was, we know Joe doesn't love well cool G rap. If you don't know Cool G Rap, so let it be known, anyone, if you ever want to engage with um, Joe Rogan's like, no one likes Cool G Rap, and he'll be drawn to you immediately, because that's the greatest rap well, of all weird time. Weird, too. I'd never in my life heard him mention Gangstar. And he was like, I love Gangstar. I was like, what? So okay. he's got his but I think he's spot on about Nas. Yeah, I've said that many times. And Nas is still firing shots today, so he's very special. And Dude, his- Gangstar dropped an album last week. Guru's been dead for like 12 years, 10 years. Science. But uh, no, I thought it was uh, really interesting because this fentanyl crisis. Yeah, well, let's talk about it. So he started doing this because there were. Hold on, wait, sorry. What crisis was it? Fentanyl. How does he say it? How does who say it? This guy. Fentanyl. He said it very odd. I don't know. Fentanyl or something. Fentanyl. Dude, the way he said it was fucking weird. You, You agree with me or no? I can't. I, I can't agree because I was just, uh, I buy into uh, an enunciation, someone's enunciation. Whatever. So people were dying at raves and he said to himself, what the fuck? Because they don't usually die from. Well, because MDMA can't kill you was, was his argument. MDMA yeah. is not a drug that will kill you. Good mm-hmm. to know. Um, Bert Kreischer. Just. Ari's off the hook. But anyways, then he found. Yeah, right. Exactly. Then he found. He looks great, Bert. I don't know if you've seen him. I have Instagram. Yeah, he looks great. Okay, man crush. No, I definitely don't have it. You know who my man crush is. Well, you got the other Bert Kreischer. Timothy Oliphant. Uh, Not at all. You're two timing. Go ahead, keep going. Um, Trifling. So yeah, so then this guy went on this kind of crusade to find out everything he could about, like Kamar said, he embedded himself in... He pretended to be a fucking drug dealer, like... I wonder what, because, yeah, I mean, I guess you could get killed for that? I, I That's a question. I don't know. Never been to China. Because then he says he goes there and it's in like a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a normal lab over there in a business park and... And th- these guys are business first. It's just like they're doing this. And it's it, it, there's just such a disconnect. Well, it is a weird thing. And, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but like in the States, you can buy like, let's say, boner pills that come in like a weird packaging off the counter, right? Bath salts, all these things. You can get bath salts still? No, I don't think so. But at one point you could. I, I don't think they can stop this changing one molecule. Oh, that's thing. right. The changing one molecule. No, because didn't he say the law was if you use it, if you ingest it to get high, then it's immediately, whether you change the molecule or not, it's immediately illegal. But they just have to say on the package not for that human not ingestion. for, yeah, yeah, and that all of a sudden you gotcha. just change that molecule. And that's like, that is crazy. That's, I have that in here as just being like, and I know we've talked about this before on this podcast, but. 
Well, let me ask you a question. Do you not think an American company would actively sell another country something that they knew was harming their people? But even then, some of it is helping people. Oh, I'm not even talking about this could be China trying to kill Americans. You know, I'm not I mean? even saying trying to kill. I'm just saying they have a business and it, there's someone buying it. Is kind of my point. Yeah, I think, like Kamar said, it's just business first. It's probably not a nefarious reason they're doing this more than they just want to make money. And they could, you know, just like people here who are making money off oil, you think they give a fuck about all the lives that they're killing? Like they don't, you know, obviously. There's, there's just enough of a removed responsibility that, you know, if you lived at an oil spill and you were the CEO of an oil company, like something's got to be done, but. But fentanyl was invented in the 1950s. I didn't know that. I've done fentanyl. Like Really? Yeah, those 80s are fentanyl. The blue ones. Fentanyl. It's been done. I'm sure you've done it. But it's like this issue of it being mixed in with something versus like... uh, Well, uh, the problem with fentanyl, uh, as I can understand it, is that fentanyl is like a hundred times more potent than let's say a normal painkiller. So you would be taking um, whatever, 20 milligrams of something, five milligrams of something, whatever your dose is, you know you can handle that. Then you get this drug, you think it's the same, so you take the 20, but you're actually taking the equivalent of 200 and it's immediate death. Yeah, and it's, well, if you have those those th- the certain items around you, it doesn't have to be dead. Okay, here's as, what I don't understand. Again, if you don't have that subnoxolin or whatever it is, um, the oh. spray or the shot, then 200 uh, milligrams of something is probably death. Anyone who's fuck with that shit should have that stuff. Yeah, agreed. With them, like just as a precaution well, and not feel shame. And those strips sound like a really good idea, you know? Like, let you know off the top. Right, if there's any fentanyl in what you're taking, no matter what the drug is, you know, you could test your weed like that. You could test your, because I always thought, I heard people say, yeah, they're, they're spraying fentanyl on weed. And I'm like, why the fuck would they be taking something that's more expensive to. Even then, can you get high off fentanyl from smoking it? I doubt it. It's an ingestible drug. I mean, maybe that's wrong too. I mean, Joe was wrong. He says, he had said a couple of times that you can get high from. The cops were getting high by touching the fentanyl, but I which think, apparently is not true. At I all. think he was saying no, car was fentanyl is the bad. What one. Joe said was cops were getting high from touching people that had done fentanyl. Their sweat, they were overdosing oh, from really? touching is the sweat of saying? people. Yeah. But I was thinking, I was like, if this person's done fentanyl and they're still alive, how is the person who's touching their sweat overdosing? And why aren't all the junkies just licking this person in but, the room? Yeah. Either way, the guy told him he was wrong right away. So yeah. That's good. We straightened that out. But there is car fentanyl, which is... Something even stronger. The son of a bitch. That's the problem. It's weird that... Just the idea of synthetic drugs, or any of these drugs, that you're able to buy them online just seems so... Especially the cannabinoids. The cannabinoids? Cannabinoids, sorry. Why is that one weirder to you? Because like they look, they make it look like weed. Oh, that's the synthetic... Uh, right, because they take like sage, and then... They do, Matt. They spray the shit on it. They they said that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's But it, it wasn't a fentanyl. No, but... But they spray something onto it. But it can have crazy hallucinogenic effects yeah. or, or whatever. And like, again, that's the another... So do you think you're just smoking normal weed and then all of a sudden you're fucking tripping out, you know? I want no part in that. 
Have you ever ordered any drugs online? Mm, no. No, me either. Not off the dark web. Because that's what the main. Well, what what, talking what about other too. online have you ordered? There's there's online delivery services. In oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I've done that in Montreal too. I just uh, I didn't mean like that. I meant like. But from serious like a, dark web underground. Can I get pure cocaine or whatever? Mm-hmm. No, never thought. We're about all that. old. None of us would know how to get on the fucking dark web. All I know is you need a Tor browser. I don't. Well, know no, but is. I mean, even Joe, like he bought his DMT way back in the day. That wasn't off the dark web. That he just went on the internet and bought DMT. We, and you can still do that today. And that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, who the fuck would trust that? Well, there I was some a listener. Sorry, shout out. I forgot your name in the moment, but sent me a thing about um, the dark web and how um, Silk Road was the first of these. And now the Silk Road point eighteen or whatever, you know what I mean, was worth seventeen billion dollars in Bitcoin when it uh, got busted. So it, it, who who knows who's doing it? But a lot of people are doing it because there's a lot of money. That it, and this is the black, black market. Well, Simon, my argument to you is like, what's the difference in going on the internet and buying some shit versus Artie Lang finding a, whatever dark street corner yep. in Detroit? And You know what I there mean? There is no difference. You're absolutely right, Matt. And just like this guy said, back in the day... You, I mean, you had to worry about like a hot shot every now and again, but you didn't, it wasn't even a concern, right? You could go onto the street most of the time, buy something and you'd be fine. And now I it's just, it's in everything. It's in everything. Yeah. It's, and that's why I think those strips are just, that should be, if, if you're out doing drugs, whatever they are, and you're buying them off pe- people you don't know or trust, then. You, you owe it to yourself. You should be doing that, yeah. And I believe those kits you can get at our drugstores for free right now. The, the no, <laughs> Noxalin. Yeah, I'm not talking about that, though. I'm talking about... Um, the preemptive testing, of course. But I mean, again, if the all government... All measures you can take. the government just legalized all this, they could regulate everything, and then you'd never have to worry about anything again. Well, it felt that, like in this episode, Joe wasn't feeling that. That was going to be my next point, Matt, because I was going to bring up how people are dying from the weed vapes. And it's because some of the shit going into those vapes, like, because it's not regulated, people are cutting corners. They're trying to make you higher without having to use the real uh, terps or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever corner is vitamin E was the issue. Fine. I'm just the real problem, Simon, is it doesn't even matter because they just found out the jewel sent out like a million tainted pods knowingly. And, really? that's, and they're supposed to be regulated. Overdue so. or something, eh? They're past Yeah, yeah, whatever. It was, but you know what I mean? So you can sit there and argue that, like, I mean, listen, I'm all for some regulation. They should at least try to. But if there's oversight like that where they, you know. And cigarettes are regulated. Yeah, okay. But it, the point is cigarettes are regulated, which is a good thing because if they weren't, who knows what you'd be smoking. The tobacco could that's be. That's right. It doesn't matter if you don't. They're still killing you. Like, it's just bad for the health. Yeah, but the point is, Kamar. We have no problem with people killing themselves slowly. We have a problem with people killing themselves fast. Apparently not. Are you arguing about something here, though? No, right? Like, we're in agreement? Well, you and I were. Oh, okay. I said they should regulate it. Yeah. I said if they legalize it, then they could regulate it. I mean, I get what you're saying. No matter what system you put in place, there are going to be people who... And I'm not talking about just this. Whatever. There are going to be people who buck the system. That's human nature, but... Come on, it. you it's just make like another black market. There's, there's no winning with this stuff. But the opioids, what he told me, it was more than gun deaths. That was something that I don't think people know. 
I mean, they're making a huge deal about this fentanyl, but by what he's saying, not a big enough deal at all. No. And, at and, all. And you do hear about it all the time, like Vancouver's pushing it yep. for him because they have a problem. Some of these city centers that have crazy... That's not the universal sign for keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the universal sign for wait one second. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, any of these centers that are experiencing these junkies or they have these ghettos where it's happening are talking about it, but it's right. And I, but if it's killing more people a year than guns, Kamar, how guns it should be um, what everybody is talking about. It should be the platform for all of these presidential candidates. Should, you know, like well, no, but. Recently, a big pharmaceutical company just went down for $4 billion or whatever. They, they declared bankruptcy. It's sort of happening. And I believe, if I'm not incorrect, he uh, was talking about Trump is working with the Chinese to, to clamp down on this. Did he say that? I don't remember. As him a positive. That. Yeah, that's what he said. Did he? Okay. Yeah, yeah perfect. Well, he he said that Trump is trying to work with the Chinese to, to cut down on these uh, pharmacy farms or whatever the fuck they're. He was he he and he was not pro Trump for sure from his uh, yoga Whole Foods living. Another um, myth he busted for me on this was that the Causeway Cannibal. I didn't know that was his name, but apparently that's his name. The guy who ate the dude's face in Florida. Florida, yeah. Had there were no bath salts at all. That was a total misnomer. Yep. And then still a crazy man? Florida man. Well, I was going to ask: Is that the very first Florida man? No, no, no. Ever since there's been newspapers and Florida, there's no, been Florida right. man. But was this like the first time? No, no. It this got play on was, the this internet. This was centered around fentanyl, but all the substances like the flockas and the K twos or whatever, all those could have their own like the madness that they inflict on people just being synthetic drugs. Well, what is that drug? Were you talking about it last week, Matt? The one where that makes you subjectable to... Yeah, it's called uh, scopolamine. Scopolamine. But again, just like fentanyl, they have it in a patch. Like you can... Scopolamine is a patch that you use for motion sickness. Right. And as long as it's time release in the right way... Then it does one thing. But if you take it another way... Well, you know what they were doing with those patches? They were like twisting the shit out of it or whatever it is and then smoking it like it's crazy man that the users are just as crazy as the backroom chemists they're just out there like finding uh how to make a chemical like well how about that one story he told about sorry kamara i didn't mean to cut you off i just um, uh the one story he told about the drug dealer he interviewed and his whole thing was he felt like he was going up against big pharma and he was giving users a cheaper way. Like he, that was the morality he was bringing in to justify the whole thing. And then he was like, well, how are you testing this is like, well, I'm taking it first. So as long as I don't die, I know what I'm selling to my constituents is or constituents, my customers, sorry, uh, is, um, but there are vote, people vote Dave. Good. Vote Dave for dealer. There are people who are Well, that's paying. kind of like what this guy seemed like. Like he wanted to run for fucking Congress or something. No, the not guy not Westhoff. I mean the this drug dealer. Anyways. This, it's like um, rationalized to these people. You, you know what I mean? It's just business. Like they're getting it from somewhere. Like, And you, mm-hmm. you can rationalize that. You don't have to be. Well, that that seems like a kind of weird way to rationalize being a drug dealer. Well, if you're making sure you're doing safe stuff, then what's worse than 
getting like well i mean he's not a chemist at all so just because he's testing it on himself doesn't mean he's making shit that isn't harmful it just means he's not dying from it but there's an idea that like uh there'd be no drugs whatsoever you know i mean that's not realistic so there's gonna be drugs and if if it's safe i'm all for the legal or sorry i like his decriminalization of drugs like i think that makes sense uh, right across the board and it's worked everywhere it goes like Portugal, I think Amsterdam. Yeah, I'm not sure. Switzerland. Mexico. Mexico's decriminalized all um, drugs. Scandinavian well, they're fucked. countries. Isn't it crazy they brought up that... Um, Dude, they shot the cop that arrested El Chapo's son 155 times. Just to let him know. That's that's just crazy, eh? When the, I, I don't want to call them bad guys because I really don't really understand the... Um, but when the... Not the army is winning, you know? When the it's cartels fucking, are the armies, yeah, it's it's that's some it's scary overwhelming. shit, man. And it, it might not have been this episode, but sort of related to cartels is the Mormons that yeah. got shot up. Yeah, well, they 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 talk about it in this. But he Joe's talked about it, Mitt Romney way back. Well, that documentary on Vice. It was it on Vice. Have you seen the one on Vice? I've seen something. I don't know where it was. Well, I've seen something, <laughs> but it's like seven years old. In the outback, it's seven no, years. No, I couldn't even do it. Fuck. Sorry, it, it, it's seven or eight years old, and they have these huge communities. Yeah, that are in Mexico. Well, this is that are English, and they're armed to the fucking teeth. When they had to leave America, like when they decided that the Mormons were no good, the the polygamists, and they started chasing them out, they all, I guess, they were in like um, Texas or wherever, somewhere close to the border and they migrated down to mexico and lived a long time prosperously they're still prospering well i don't know if they are because there's no way they can fight the cartels the same way the fucking armies can't fight the cartels. that's not how they feel that's not how they feel but what's the reality of the situation i don't know yeah me either <laughs> I, I, well well no it, sorry <laughs> if, if, if they're I, I guess if they're all mexicans then it's different. But if they're Americans in Mexico, it might be something. It's, well, it's, I imagine it's at this point ugly. they'd have to be Mexicans because they're all being born there. But yep. I don't know how their laws work about. Uh, it was just horrific that that happened. Like the ruthlessness. Is, yeah. Well, we've talked about it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that LSD is like pure, but acid was the synthetic version of LSD. No, I did not know. No, this was a plethora. You didn't know that. I did not. Really? I thought all LSD acid, I thought, A, they were the same thing, and B, it was all, you know, cooked up in a lab. I always thought- uh, Which it is, but- uh, Acid was LSD that had been cut. Mm. Well, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. I didn't know about STP. That was interesting. That is very- Serenity, Truth, and Peace. That's the name of the drug. If you get the right dosage. Well, if you get it, otherwise from- it's called death, gore, and fuck <laughs> off. It's called bath salt, DGF. Yeah, it, eat face now. <laughs> it breaks my mind to think how many fucking chemicals are out there with all like. So there's synthetic mushrooms out there too. Why not? Well, I, I guess so. I mean, if they're synthesizing, why not? Synthesizing everything else. But us as a bunch of old folks, you'll never smoke synthesized weed. No one could ever convince you to smoke it, could they? Well, first of all. Like weed grows naturally, so why would I? It's you know what I mean. Why would you want something synthetic? Your answer is you're correct, Kamar. I will never. Yes, smoke yeah. but I'm I'm hammering correct. home that like. No, but the, someone says to you, "This is better than weed." Like you love weed, but it's, it's everything you love about weed, but better. You'll never do it. You just won't. You're like fuck. No yeah, thanks. but someone did. They gave me coke and said that, and I said no thanks. Oh, well, you, you missed out. <laughs> um, 
did he say this? I, I I think he said that fentanyl is killing more people than any other drug ever has. Yeah, that's that's correct. I don't remember. Tom Petty, well, Prince. I know, but listen, dead. at thirty thousand a year, that's got to be true. That is an insane number. It is, and it's all walks of life. It isn't like crack. You know what is another uh, interesting note he said that I never would have thought of, but totally makes sense, is that librarians find the majority of OD victims. not Maybe not, the, but they find a lot of, sorry, I should rephrase that. They find a lot of OD victims. A lot of uh, junkies hang out in libraries. Weird. It was super interesting. Well, it makes sense because it's like warm, you, you know, and you can just go in there and nod out. I guess, yeah. If you don't have a place to stay, you know. I just didn't know that having a library card meant you could hang out there all day if you were I don't junkie. even think you need a library card, dude. You only need the card to take the book out. I guess, yeah. I just think I'm overwhelmingly impressed with his level of research and like all these other stories in the fake news. Like if they did this guy kind of due diligence, but I mean, I guess he's writing a book. So. He talked about going up in front of Congress to talk about or going up in front of politicians to talk. And I was just like, wow. Because he, he does, he has some great ideas. I'm with you, but they he the is not the public speaker to mm. be arguing these points. He's just a hip dude that loves his, his wife. Does more he love, ever love his wife? Oh, he eh? loves his wife. I'd more love to read she about his rap stuff. Yeah, I, that, hey, that's what that, I said. That's, that's I know, I know that's how you started, I but think I was just I hammering agree with home. Like, I think he is probably a good reporter. I just, I don't know, like the fentanyl, like I believed everything he said, so I hope he's right. No, and if you're a parent or something, it's got to be terrifying to think about like, it is very this scary. is happening and there's no nothing well, to say it's going to go a different And that's why direction. I like something like The Strip so much, Kamar, because I'm not so naive as to think like you're going to shield your kids from drugs. That's ridiculous. But let's at least equip people like it's like we're Let's not be stupid it's like everything is changing around us but we're still stuck with saying uh you know we can't we can't tackle the problem by giving them something to test their drugs because that would somehow be saying that the drugs are okay mm -hmm. like I, I guess that's what's happening right it's because otherwise what would the pushback be i don't know but it, it, it's obviously powered by big pharma that this isn't, you know what I mean? Or or suppressed or deflated that we've gotten to this point with like, this guy's talking, we're in a crisis. Just like they talk about the climate, but this seems more attainable to get a hold of. Well, the other thing that I feel like um, I began, mm -hmm. like you hear nothing about these great results. And again, illegal, you know, where... I, am I wrong that nobody's doing Ibogaine like as like a great time? It's not a drug that you take to like party. No, it's to kick forever. Right. So what the fuck, man? Big Pharma has other things they want you to take. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm confused on that one, though. Like they have other things that they want you to take when you're a heroin addict. You're not taking other big pharma drugs. Like yeah, you are. You're taking methadone. Methadone. That's okay. Uh, what I'm saying. I think ibogaine is some sort of natural, just like mushrooms yeah, or weed yeah, or yeah, something right. else. You're right. I see. Whereas what you're they saying. are yeah, saying, no, no. I, I, I'm being naive. I, I, as I, it has no patent. As I try and argue this point, I uh, see how naive I'm being. It's all big pharma. It has to be. Yeah. Suppression and, or and whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, what was Matt telling me? Were you telling me the other day about Australia having a cancer cure? Mm -hmm. 
or what they think is a cancer cure? Well, we know they have a cure for some cancers, but it's just so specific, it's very expensive. Well, this, no, well, this one is very broad. So they believe it's that cheap. We're gonna hear well, nothing's cheap at first, but they believe that you're you, that they inject the cancer with this virus, and the virus uh, starts eating the cancer and multiplies until. Uh, I guess the cancer is no longer viable or whatever the fuck happens, but and it can't feed on anything else and then it dies. or something. Well, let's keep our ears open because if they're going to cover this one up, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see firsthand. Who knows? Who knows the history? You talked about Rick Ross with him. That was cool. Yeah. What? Uh, so just to wrap for a second, have we ever asked who's Tupac and who's Biggie? I Biggie all day. Biggie all day. Biggie. Yeah, and I was never really into either of them, but Excuse I think me. if I have to pick, I pick Tupac. When I was 18 or 19, I got a mixtape from Toronto. Um, I don't know, it was DJ Craig G or somebody, and it had that uh, Biggie Smalls freestyle on it. You know, um, yeah, on the street. On the bill, get the And um, I hung out with some thugs who like revered me for somehow procuring that tape, and like would ask the boy and tape it. And the stuff. best was when he was live with like. Big Daddy Kane, old dirty bastard. Yes, like I can't. That's it was the, one. the seven Mac Elevens, about eight thirty eights, nine nine ten Mac Tens. The shits never end. Even the Ghost of Bonnevog, they want like hold on. Yeah, yeah, it was the best. You can't touch my riches, even if you had MC Hammer and them three fifty seven bitches. There was that one. Biggie Smalls so is incredible. The Crooklyn Dodgers or whatever was the remix. Oh man, yeah. Biggie Smalls, the millionaire, the mansion, the yacht, the two weed spots, the two hot clocks. Um, That's how I got the weed spot. Do you want to keep going, Murphy? I shot dread in the head. So, <laughs> no, okay. Lamb's bread. I never understood what He that was meant. talking about MDMA therapy. Like, it hadn't been discussed 700 times on the Rogan show before. Yeah. And then said that he listens. Like, hey, just admit that you don't listen because... Which is fine, you know? You can be... I'm sure he's listened. I think... I was just going to say, I think a lot of people have listened to one or two episodes, and then in their head, they're like, I'm a listener. I've listened. I was going to say, they listen to the ones that pertain to them in their walk of life. You you know what I'm saying? If he... If there's one on drugs, but no, because that's going exactly against what I said. We don't realize what we've sentenced ourselves to do. Anyways. It's like people that are like, I watched the UFC, and then they're like, well, I watched the main event. What percentage of Joe Rogan's fans listen to every single podcast? Uh, I would say over 50. That's an interesting uh, question. I think it is. I think it is. Every. Actually, I would say. Listen, but every episode. Well, okay. We don't even listen to every episode. Not. Well, we do, but. No, because I skip the most MMAs. Well, those aren't. Those those aren't Rogans. Those are. So there could be some. There could be some hardcores. We've also agreed that if we didn't do this, there would probably be episodes we would skip. For sure. So I can't imagine like even the hardest hardcore Rogan fan, I think. Picks and chooses the ones they miss. Absolutely, have decided. Like, would you listen Hunters to? Are out would you listen to Fitzdog again if you had your? No, because you would say, "Oh my god, he was just on like three months ago." But I honestly love Greg. Like, yeah, I listen okay. to his so podcast, you might. and it's just I'm I'm in for it. Let's you see might. what happens. And yeah, well, so that's why you felt. You, I guess you would know best. But there's most hunters that he I, didn't I, do well. Most hunters and health professionals, I would skip. Yep. No. Agreed. Um, agreed. Yeah. Well, that. Oh my God! The whole system just went down. But the cap was on. Is it all good? Coca-Cola. Was the cap on it? Yeah. The How did that all happen? Cola. Was that you? Yeah. I um. God I damn it, Kamar! Sorry, guys. That's okay. We're gonna have to start over. No, no. <laughs> yeah, start over. 
Let's start over. Another recording. <laughs> Kathy wants to start over. It's a wee bit too little too late. So uh, crack babies aren't a real thing. That was another. Uh, but he said that's from Rick Ross. Right. So that's anecdotal. Uh, I, maybe. I, I felt that. I kind of thought he said that with some authority. Like that was a thing the government made up to try and scare you against. I don't know. Guaranteed, what. there was someone listening to this episode with really small hands who was like, "These motherfuckers." Someone doesn't know, but, but let's be honest, it um, was a big fear. Flavor, flav. It, it was a super big fear, but it hasn't come to fruition that there are all these like. Well, maybe they died too, though. You don't know that, and, like, and well, certainly right. not the same way like uh, fetal alcohol syndrome or thalidomide. <clears throat> yeah, thalidomide babies. Yeah, thalidomide babies. What's that? Do I Those are people actually born with like little limbs oh. or no was limbs. Something or, they were putting in milk or something. Or I well, can't remember the, what it what was. What was going on? Formula, in, I think it was. It was something. There was so, like a huge lawsuit though back in the. Yeah. What was going on in Florida? Just recently, uh, Zika. Z- Zika. Like those babies were being born all messed up, man. Simon just did a cone head. Because uh, that's what they were. But, they were like weird. But that's natural versus like a man-made sort of. Maybe, Kamar. Maybe. You see what I'm saying? Fair enough, though. But I just, just like don't think ticks. there's a nation of crack babies. People who grew up being crack. No, babies. I agree. I think that was. But again, I, I yeah, who knows? I haven't thought too much about it. Fake uh, news. I mean, again, the, the when original he's, fake news. When he said it, it's one of those things that made me go, "Oh yeah, that seems right." But I've done zero research yeah. to back it up. It made you go, "Hmm." Yeah. And then you never thought about it again. <laughs> Things no, that you, make you go, hmm. If you'd met one person in the last Sing 15 more, years, you're said, on a roll, man. Hey, what's up? I just wanted to let you know I was a crack baby. So just, just so if anybody is crack babies and they want to correct us, please uh, contact Kamar. No dick pics or dick pics. Dick and titties accepted. Weird. Yeah, that's all I got for um, this dude. That's all Unless you got for. you guys have something you want to add, we can... Uh, no, rate. I think I was good. Rate. Uh, I give it a three. Oh, I really felt his tone was hard, but um, no, I'm sorry, three point five. I, I I enjoyed it. There's something about him, and like you guys said, they touched on a couple of topics that I actually was would have been more interested to uh, listen to than. So Kamar gives him a three point five. Matthew, three. Matt gives him a three, and Simon is going to give him a. Th- So if he had mentioned Epstein, this is almost a five. (laughs) Right? Uh, 3.25. When we sat down, Matt, I thought I was going to hate this so much. So did I. And I woke up this morning at, I don't know, 4.30. And I don't know why I do this, but I woke up at 4.30. I had two podcasts to listen to. And I stressed. Even though I had hours to listen to them but in my head i was like gotta do this gotta do this gotta do this and i listened to it right and i was like yeah it wasn't so bad you know what's embarrassing is like i've been laid up all week haven't left the house yeah you have no excuse i'm dri- busy that's it i haven't done a fucking thing and i'm sitting here last night at two in the morning playing video games i think that's it is because i've been laid up like i'll give you an example fifa is perfect I don't need any sound of the yeah. game. I yeah. can just sit here with my Joe Rogan and I can play like 10, 15 games of FIFA in a row. But the second I get ragey, which is quick, because that game is the most frustrating shit in the world, I have to stop playing it. And then once you put a, a shooter on, you need the shooter 
You need to hear the footsteps. You, you know what I mean? I was so, going to say, because if you, you could just play soccer and bust out the episode, you wouldn't even notice, you know? I, and that's what I do. Because that's what I do. I draw. And yeah. once I get into it, I don't like, it's a little annoying because I have to take notes. So I'm constantly, you know, but you don't even have to do that, man. You can just listen. So And that's it. And yeah. that's why it's, but so I'd last night at like 2.30 in the morning, I'm sitting here going, how is it possible that it's Saturday? Well, technically it's Sunday morning. And I have three episodes to listen to. Yeah. And I was dreading. I'm like, Mary's about to come home, which means I'm going to have to hang out with her. I'm like going to have to play chess. She beat me. <laughs> nice. Nice work, Mary. So embarrassing. Full- Can she hear me? Is she up there? No, she's not oh. up there. So embarrassing. Full disclosure. Yeah. I found out about this episode at 1.30 today. <laughs> oh, you didn't listen to it? I tried to listen so to it. So you didn't listen to either of these episodes? Then? No, the Pete. The, the, the Pete Dominic either? No, he was just talking about Pete Dominic is the episode that he found out about. That's the last one, isn't it? Yeah. No, but we're rating. No, we rated it. We're, we, he went upstairs. I rated we haven't it. even done final thoughts on it yet. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go cool ahead. Cool guy, loves his wife, whatever. I'd, li- I, I'd read his book. I'd read his other books. He's an interesting storyteller and a reporter with integrity. I don't, you don't, I don't do, I don't do it. Final thoughts. And I thought he was a nice enough guy. I, I certainly didn't. He didn't wow me so much that I'm like running out to buy his books or whatever. No. He was a decent guest. He did okay. Frankly, I thought he rallied pretty well considering he was a, a disaster in the first two minutes. And on time and a half, not so bad, man. Not there so bad. Go. I might revisit it. I'm telling you, I listened to Greg Fitzsimmons on uh, two times, and I listened to this one on two times, and Fitzsimmons and Rogan were speaking so fucking fast on the two on their episode, this one actually seemed on two times like it was at pace. Interesting. Yeah. Joe just sounds so desperate in a frenzy on. Oh, if you put it on two times, it sounds like he's hopped up on something fucking fierce. Because this last one in my cram session I just did an hour ago, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to listen on two times. Like, oh my god, I don't know how to guys do this, but it works. You, you still. Well, well you have you. Was it a car? What kind of car? <laughs> on, on that note, let's I mean, what are you gonna do? I don't this episode. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Thirteen eighty, Pete Dominic. Go last ahead. one of the week. Go ahead, Kamar. I don't like him. You don't like him. I don't like him before this because he was the comedian on CNN and Fox who'd come up there and zany, like how crazy we are at Congress sort of thing. But he's a successful minority in comedy. Of course, Kamar hates liberal. him. Liberal. Yeah. No, he's not. He's a white guy. He ticks all the boxes. But he's a liberal. Was he a white guy? He looked libertarian or whatever. No, but I don't think he's a libertarian. I think he's like liberal progressive. He's yeah, on yeah, the yeah, left, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, am I using the wrong term? For no, the no, you're spot yes, on. You're spot it's on. Pondila. But I'm saying he's a successful comedian before he did any of this. Like in New York, respected comedian. I don't think Joe likes him. Personally, I don't think they get along. And so why was he on? The only problem was when he said because he just got fired and he's a comedian, so he's just like giving so, a guy a leg up to get his word okay, out of his podcast. Enough. That's that's my theory. I don't th- just to disagree with Kamar. I don't like to do this, but I will. Um, he's in a bad place via his job right now because he just got fired for whatever reason. I don't think if Joe doesn't like him, he doesn't have him on the podcast to give him a hand. You know what I mean? Like Joe doesn't have to do that. Doesn't there are like- tons of people who don't get on Joe's podcast. Uh, that guy who got fired from Center at Live, he got a fucking rotten shake, and Joe didn't have him on the show. Shane Gillis, he should get on there. Um, no, but you see what I'm saying, right? I see what you're saying, but maybe it's because I listened to him full, 
fast speed. Did you notice a lot of pushback with Joe on a lot of issues? Oh, with there him? definitely were. It started only on the guns, but we'll get to that. Let's not jump too far ahead. Well, I'm drawing. That's why I'm just drawing my. Mm-hmm. General feeling going into it. Why does hold anybody, on? Kamar's sorry. doing what he did last time. He didn't listen to an episode. He's clinging yeah. on to one, the one <laughs> yeah. thing that he yeah. really gripped on doing. And don't do that. <laughs> I've got two other things. Yeah, three points, Matt. He picks three. Sorry, points. my bad. Um, I just remembered that. I was like, he hasn't done this in a long time. Does anybody know exactly why he got booted from Sirius? Just for being. Is there liberal? a sinking ship? I don't know. Anti-war. No, no. I really, I thought he I must think have he got done laid something. Off. I thought he got laid off. Well, he did. So I was just well, saying, lay off his buddy. Oh, he laid off, like he, laid off. They didn't feel as the show was fired. Profitable yeah. enough. I don't think he was canceled. I think he was canceled. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Okay. I mean, if he's canceled, he gets fired and gets no. It feels like he comes from cancel culture, um, but he's not. Did you guys hear? And and I'm pretty sure I heard this correctly. <laughs> that Joe said he either went to Sirius or his people went to Sirius, and they offered him zero dollars for yeah. his show to be on Sirius. Yeah. Those people are fired. <laughs> or they're getting coffee. But he said that happened recently. <clears throat> I don't believe that. Why would he go to there? I mean, he said it, but... I think he went there maybe to do somebody's show. Is that possible? And they had a meeting while they were there. I don't know. Or may I, I don't know. Do you need a meeting you to heard offer that, someone though, nothing? Right, Matt? I'm not that, yeah. making shit I don't up think, here out of school. When he said recently, though, I have a feeling he meant like within the last 10, 10 years. years. Well, the podcast has only been going on 10 years. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's, it's different if they came to him a year ago and said, we'd like you to be on here, we'll give you no money, versus 10 years ago no, when well, he was just Joe Rogan. With but the, that's not a, the an offer. What's not an offer? We'd like you to give you nothing. <laughs> Well, we, us, well, that's an can, offer. You can be on our platform, you know, but we're not going to pay you to be on the platform. And I wonder why he wants to be on Sirius XM. But my it doesn't question, make any sense. My question is like, why would anyone... So you're not going to pay me? You're just going to make money off me and then not pay well, me? Well, no, that doesn't make cool. any sense. They pay Big J. They pay Dan Soder to do the bonfire. They probably have more listeners than uh, this guy did, Dominic did. Than Rogan does? That's no, a whole t- other discussion. No, but we're talking. That, that, that's the discussion about. we're talking about. Joe Rogan, man. No, we're talking about Dominic getting no, 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 fired. No, no. Yes, but right yeah. now Simon is talking about Joe Rogan being offered something by Sirius. And I'm arguing he wasn't offered anything. If they're saying we're giving you nothing, but that is an offer, Kamar. It's an offer of nothing. Yeah, well, I'm I just know saying. The you're saying <laughs> it's not even worth mentioning. It's it's fake news. Like to me, like it's fake news. But, but Joe, it's not. Said, Joe it. said it. So it's not fake. I news. didn't make it up. He said it to demonstrate how stupid these executives are. You think he was just making up uh, a scenario? Kamar, my help point. Me guys, come, tell, stop. tell me why. Kamar, what I said is this. Simon was saying it like it happened last week. My argument to Simon was, I don't he see that recently. happening. He said recently. Yes, what I'm saying is I can see nine years ago, 10 years ago, when Joe was on episode 80, maybe Sirius going, if you want to come over to Sirius with this thing, we notice it's got a bit of legs, but we don't have any money to offer you. I absolutely can agree with you uh, 10 years ago, but had it been five years ago, it'd be a ridiculous offer. And every year since then, just a ridiculous offer. Well, listen, He's every year- it happened recently. Every year it goes on, the offer becomes exponentially more ridiculous. We both agree, 100%. Well, listen, maybe this happened when they like signed uh, Stern and they thought they were the shit. And maybe that was seven years ago or six years the ago. The weirdness you know? would be, if Joe said make me an offer and then they said zero I'm just saying what a spit in the face if you're Joe Rogan and they go we just gave Howard Stern a hundred million dollars we'd like to give you nothing yeah 
Obviously, your answer is go fuck yourself. Of course it is, but he, we now know because of what he said, even at this point, when the podcast has started, he has fuck you money. Yeah. Never forget that. But Can I say he something? also, sorry, Matt, he, just one thing. He yeah. also said... He does all three jobs because any of them can disappear at any time. Well, yeah. that, that's the I thought that way. was that's, uh, the, that's the hardest way. Sorry, go ahead, Manny. Well, no, I was going to say, speaking of discrepancy in pay, uh, just off topic, real quick, Simon, the guy that fought Zabit the other night, he made like the, Qatar, he made Tater. like the seventh most money on the card. Greg Hardy made more money than him. Okay, I, that, that sport sucks. He made. I, Seventy nine thousand or eighty seventy nine thousand dollars US. Something has got to change. No, I'm being can serious. I, can I tell it's you insane. guys? I think I like boxing better than UFC. No, because you watched KSI Logan Paul. No, Canelo and Kovalev. Okay. Oh, how was that? By the way, I didn't watch it. Uh, but we'll, no, we'll but, talk about it in the post. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about. But the you can watch the Joe highlights. was there. Really? Yeah, we'll talk cool. about post show. Post show. You can watch the highlights, and because of the restrictions, it's so much more like. You know what I mean? I disagree. Wow. The UFC is way better than boxing. Yeah, way better. It's more exciting because of the age-old argument with all your facilities, be able to do whatever you want. That, that's cool. That's the purest. But under these restrictions, wearing a guy down defense like it's... I understand, but there's too much... Dude, every time they... Less brutality, uh, but brutal. It's the hugging, it's the, the clinching. Yeah, the clinch uh, in boxing is the... Fuck off. Darren Till and the other guy. They, no, no, they but they don't clinch. break it up in uh, the UFC. Like in boxing, every two seconds, they're separating those two But guys. the other thing, too, is good, but that's, that's No, good. but Kamar, you can't do anything in the clinch in boxing. You, you're just... That, you're just you can't all you're doing is, waste, is eating up clock time. Anyways, I'm just saying in the UFC, if two guys get into the clinch, anything can happen. Yeah. You can Let, take an... Okay. Yeah, we'll move. I was on. just gonna say, let's not talk about the UFC. What what are we doing? Fine. Well, I just my all I brought it up was to say, like Joe, you know, I don't know why these UFC guys are taking the money they are, and I have no idea why Joe would ever no, he go wouldn't. to serious with he an wouldn't. offer of zero dollars. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't. Bad point to bring up, Simon. That's what I think. He was bringing well, up what Joe absolutely said. Absolutely isn't a bad point. It's something Joe said. It was a great point of discussion. You missed it because it was on yeah. two times. Sorry, and- whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, listen to the episode. <laughs> hey, that's true. I- did you hear that Johan Hari got accused of plagiarism? I that's, did hear that. I did not, not that one. That's not you, true. That's not Yuval Noah Harari. That's, no, it's the guy about the... It's uh, Johan Hari. Yeah. The simulation. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's never oh, been sorry. on uh, yeah, yeah. Rogan. Yeah. It was a simulation guy. And he only found out the second time he was on. Yeah, but it, I, I don't even part. know if that's that true. <coughs> I think well, he fought it to... Anyways. Whatever. I still don't I know if it's true of serious example came with the dollar offer. Right? How on. about uh, Trump's religious advisor? If you don't support Trump, you're going against God. I heard that too. It's a bold statement. I, they, they shouldn't be able to say things like that. Like that should be false advertising, you know, because that it's not. You can't just make a statement like that. Well, it's, first of all, the U.S. is vote. built on separating church the state, and state, church and state. So yeah. you shouldn't even be able to mention, especially the president's people. Like, this but is keep in nuts. mind too, they've maybe never, Trump's not such a great. This guy. is nuts. keep in mind though, they've never elected someone who's openly been atheist or agnostic ever, which is scary. They've also never elected anybody who hasn't been married. Yeah, that's insane as well. Yeah, I'd actually right? want a single. I'd actually want a single person. Why? Because wh- why? Why? Yeah. What a d- why, Matt? <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. Again. <laughs> um, no, I think again, you want someone who's like. Think about the people at the top of like other industries. They're usually single people because they're dedicated to their job and to their work life. You know what I mean? Like, 
Don't you think it's important though to have like uh, family values? Well, no, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say like uh, another rational head bouncing ideas off that you trust implicitly. Ideally, that's what we want. I think that's important. So you're arguing that most decisions then are lay with the first lady. No, absolutely not. But I don't, I think that there's something to be said for having that person you trust. And if it's like, if you're a single man, fine, listen, if you're a single man and you're living with your family, then I I can dig that. You know what I mean? Like you're, but even then like brothers and sisters or people you can trust. Like, yeah, but I know, I know single guys that have people they trust a lot and can talk to. And I I just don't see the comparison. Like I, you know, why do you need a, I, I don't know. Sure. Okay. I also think it's important to have a woman's view on things. Like I think all that stuff is important. I don't know how they get that in a person that they would actually believe if it's not the person they're married to. Like if it's just some chick who works in your cabinet, like, but so right away you, you were like, nothing but this is funny. Cause you were like, I can't believe they've never elected anyone who's not married. And then on the same token, you're like, but they show totally shouldn't. No, no. I mean, need- I, sorry. What? Well, I'm just, I think you're kind of arguing against yourself. I just, well, I wasn't really arguing any, I said, that they did that. I don't know if I did. Fair I enough. say that I was don't like we, for it. Don't or against we know it? that all the presidents are related? Well, we just found that out. So that is so weird. Is that if that's true, <laughs> that is very, very, very weird. It's super uncool that Obama is related to Dick Cheney, Dick Cheney. How's that possible? And when somebody questioned him on it, he, uh, Made a joke about it. Flippantly was like, well, what are you going to do? He said, uh, those are going to be awkward barbecues. Well, okay. I mean, in his defense, like if I find out that I'm like that Jeffrey Dahmer is my distant cousin. What Kamar is saying, sorry to interrupt you just before you get any further, Matt. What Kamar is saying is that he is quite aware of this already and that all of the presidents are part of 13 families that run the the world. So single or not is... (laughs) Kamar just took this all the way. Whatever. All the way around and back. Um, I like how Joe said... uh, people with nine volt brains. It's a good way to describe. Uh, it's creative, creative way to describe. Uh, I want to say my problem, my problem with this slows. guy is that he wa- <laughs> he's a comedian. He knows what he knows. He had a thing. I think he can pick it up and keep it going through podcasts. Joe's helping that, but that he considered running for Congress. He's still considering it. Well, fuck him. Anyone who wants to do that, fuck them. But maybe he wants to get in for all the right reasons. How many people want to do that and then ends up... So then fuck Trump because he did it. So then stop ever supporting Trump. You just say fuck him. Whenever somebody talks about Trump, Kamar, the words that should come out of your mouth are fuck him. I will not comply. Well, then... Because that's what they want. That's what the left wants. They want... Ah, Here we go. See? Here Here we go. go. What a twisted web we've weaved. Excellent work, Kamar. Really strong stuff. I never liked... Excellent work, Simon. No, that was... Backing him into that corner. I never liked this guy before. I like... I respect him now. Right? I only knew him as a talking head on CNN. Okay, gotcha. That's that's a great point, Kamar. That is probably the most poignant point of this whole conversation the, it was amazing what now let me get to what i wanted to say oh, that's what this guy did all the time sorry oh, i was you. uh well, I was no, doing, this no guy, but that's what he would that was what he would do to joe he would 
interrupt him by saying, that's a great point, Joe. That was the best point of the whole uh, the, show. The guy's a piece of shit. No, he's but, not a piece of shit. But, but it was a clever uh, was way it. of doing things. He had a, also a thing of saying a fucking hit statement. Go, look at me again. There I am, saying the wrong thing. You know, calling himself out in mid says, Go fuck yourself. It's it's actor-like. I don't know. I Listen, I, I think if... In if, Wikipedia, that's what he's known for. <laughs> that's why I did most of my research because I didn't hear this episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> fuck you, Dominic. What a piece well, of I shit. Well, I was just going to say because... You know what? I'm not even going to bother. Kamar seems to have this all wrapped up. You're right, Kamar. You're right. He's oh, you guys, you're That's I don't think that's yes and. I don't think that's yes and. See a complete opposite. So he says, uh, "Oh, just before I mention that, so Joe again mentions what a Dick Dawkins was. Just throwing that in there. So he obviously had a shitty time on that podcast. That's settled now." Um, I like when the guy asks, uh, "So Joe, do you think about your own mortality?" And Joe's just like, yeah, I try and be nice to people. Just like, no, I, no, no, nobody thought that was clever. I never heard it. Cause to I, talk this about is this episode. That, you know what I mean? I do. I love talking about that. Really? Okay. And I know that makes you uncomfortable talking about that, but I'm saying we are following to the interview. Yeah, it's happening. It started happening. But this guy does not have the clout or the whatever to do that. But then instead of that happening, Kamar, something different happened. They smoked a joint of Kevin Smith's fucking boombastic weed. The guy said, I don't know if I should smoke weed because I get too verbose, which is exactly what happened because he like doubled <laughs> up on his, uh, the Wordage. speed of his talking. And then him and Joe really got into it for a second there with the guns. guns. But I got to say, I got to say, I didn't love his the way he went about his argument, but the availability of the guns, like I just don't see how that is not. You felt that health professionals have a say in how to fix this? No, I think that no matter what, you can say whatever you want about the root of the problem being the person, and we should fix the people. I agree with that too. But making it harder to get guns can only be a good thing. And I agree with Joe. There are so many guns out there already. But again, like, so what? Then just don't do anything? Like, I agree with him on that point. Sorry. Uh, that's that's not new ground we're covering. They, no, I'm just, I, they got fans. into an argument about it. I'm just stating that uh, I didn't, I, I didn't think Joe was wrong. But I felt like because he's such a gun activist, he di really digs his heels in. I don't know if he's knows. Well, he's no, doing but that's it. what the amendment has to be done. There is no. And this guy was saying that the amendment was wrong. So, which I don't, I don't. Did he ever say why he thought it was wrong? This guy wanted to run to be a politician. He's a shitty person. They all politicians suck. Again, I don't. I think that's a pretty unfair statement. But don't you just suck once you become a politician? Okay. So he's not, he doesn't suck yet? Let's go back to because, the idea? because I did listen to the first half hour. <laughs> uh, when he won't give up the uh, political party that pressured him. Well, I found that interesting because he kept saying he was like, I'm trying to be a good integrity. journalist about this. And I was like, well, you don't have a job right now. You're not a journalist. So. I thought, uh, again, I could be totally off base here, but I thought it was because he wanted to keep the option open that he could run again 
or put his foot back in and if he starts you know burning bridges and I'll call this an Edward Snowden uh, for I listeners what for listeners was. Kamar just gave a big old wag of the finger he, shake of the he hand may have let on that he knows more than he knows to build his whatever to get people to listen to his podcast interest whatever hmm. uh, well what you're saying why not you're fucked anyways and you're saying because he's still thinking about doing this well, but by doing it, he's admitting that he's involved in this. Here's the weird thing to me is like if this guy had listeners on Sirius, getting fired from Sirius is not a big deal in this day and age because you obviously have most of those people following you on some sort of social media where you just go on and you go, hey, guys, doing the same thing I was there on iTunes now. I think it's lack of notice, like a two weeks notice thing. I think it was very abrupt. Sure. So if he had, hey, guys, this is my last week. Well, and he said they offered him a last show and he declined. Like, I felt oh, I that's, it was all weird. That's a problem. All I'm saying is this, Kamar, is it costs us less than $1,000 Canadian to set this up. I have a tough time believing that this guy couldn't, on a whim, just start his own. Fu- like, you know how easy it is to start a podcast if you already have a base of people? It's insane. Not to mention, <clears throat> yeah. if he was really lazy and he liked the convenience of, you know, Sirius and them doing everything for him, he could find a podcast network that would take him into the family, you know? Yeah, like, they're taking in yeah. all sorts of shitty podcasts. I, I see yeah. it all the time. So I don't feel bad for him for losing his job. That's my That well, was my big point. I never liked him, so I don't feel well, bad for him. But he's... You know when I talk about these old school comedians that think you gotta do it this way, like they yeah, went yeah. stuff on YouTube. He's old school. He made his stuff off of being a pundit on CNN or Fox, whatever. And it's this brave new world. And he probably will succeed as a podcaster, especially if he's providing the open discussions, all sides that he portrays to have. I don't know if I believe it because I've never heard any of them, but. If that dialogue, I mean, he seems like he's down that road and able to listen to all points, but it was just his desire to run for Congress, red flag, and his saying verbose statements and then calling himself on it right away. Like, I'm so self-aware that I can know what I'm sounding like a dick. Like, it's, it, it, it's admir- admirable and then becomes like a, oh, that's your thing. I don't understand this running for Congress red flag. So you think that anybody who runs for any office is just a, a fucking terrible person. His intention was uh, this chick in my district is retiring. I was like, I don't have a job. Why not? Does it sound like forethought or like... I doubt that was his intent. No, those are the words that came out of his mouth. Was it? I don't remember yeah, him saying that. that. From a guy who didn't listen to the podcast, who read his fucking Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, uh, shall I read it? <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> you know, this guy, frankly, I don't know if he did himself a ton of favors on this episode, like to garner fans for his new podcast, but... I thought he had some interesting things to say. I didn't think he was like, you're making it seem like this guy is a real fucking dullard. No, nope. Kamar just didn't I, like him because he was a future politician. I, I I, let off saying I never liked this guy. This is what I know him as from Fox, CNN, being a pundit, talking head, cracking jokes about Pollux. 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 Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Yeah, Steady politicking. And I heard this podcast, and now I respect you him. You didn't hear this podcast. You heard a quarter of this podcast. Whatever I heard, I respect Man, him. Man, Simon okay. is not going to let it go that you missed a podcast this his, week. His, his, 
well, the worst is what I had to listen to driving back from Toronto because I didn't know this was uploaded because I had my dad off. Because fuck you, Rogers. That's another. <laughs> what thing did you listen to, Kamara? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I tried to listen to Blueface. I listened to Brian Callen on the portal. No, oh, Jesus. Self righteous. Let's okay. go with this. All right. <laughs> this guy said. Sorry, he, did you ask a question? <laughs> this guy said he judged people by. How the they way their they treat their children and the way they treat their partners. And I think that is pretty poignant. I think that is, you know, watch the way somebody treats their kids or their uh, significant other. And that'll probably tell you um, something about them. It's true. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> do you, do you, do you, but do you see how I rudely tried to jump on your lines there? Because I didn't know the answer to that. So I did listen to that. And I wonder, do you think Trump has treated his kids well? No. His ki- kids, maybe not his spouses. No, I don't think his kids Either. have been treated. Just because, that- just because they have money for life and jobs, I don't think they were treated well. He has one kid who like... He doesn't even know her name or her she, date of birth. She's the one I prefer to fuck. She's the one you would prefer to fuck? That's how I'm anti-Trump. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want Melania? Well, no. The, no what's they- the... No, Ivanka, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I, I love that one. Oh, that one. You don't even know her name. It's hilarious. No, it's Tiffany. That's it. Triff. Triff Trump. Tiffany Trump. What do you guys think of four small communities? Because of the... Oh, another reason he he fucked up the... um, Dunbar principle and Murphy's law. Not Murphy's. Is it Murphy's? No, Murphy's nope. law is what can't go nope. wrong, will go wrong. Moore's law That's of right. technology. That's and I was correct. like, fuck you, you're retired. Oh, sorry, do me that word. <laughs> this is a period piece. This is a period piece. <laughs> this is crazy. This whole thing has deteriorated into Asshole. chaos. No, I just really didn't like this guy. Yeah, yeah, we can tell. We get it. But I respect him. But you, I don't mean to harp on this, but you really didn't give him a fair shake. I'd give him a fair shake all my life. I've given him a fair shake all my life. It was his chance to oppress me. I was like, no, you are who I thought you were. The bears are who we thought they were. If you want to crown their ass, crown their ass. Pete Dominic is who I thought he was. You want to crown him, crown him. Oh, my God. Pete Dominic. Pete Dominic. Pete Dominic. Have either of you guys ever lived in a... Serious accent. <laughs> high up apartment? Uh, No. Could you live in a high up apartment? Yes, I have. Ninth, ninth floor. That's not high. Did you say ninth floor ninth floor nine up yeah I, i'm thinking like i don't know 30th and above okay so we have that impressive a buddy of ours used to live a buddy more of ours. amazing than the pyramids yeah, yeah but have you lived there a buddy of ours lived in vancouver on like the 30 a buddy of ours lived in vancouver on like the 35th floor and we used to smoke joints on his and I had to like stand up against the yeah, wall. Yeah, you have like a thing though, don't you? Yeah, 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 for sure. And same with our other friend yeah. there. And that I never understood. It's the um, feeling of throwing yourself over, not having yeah. the will to not throw yourself over. It's like the craziest. No, it's not a will. It's like you want to jump. You don't want that. You do. No, you're like what? He doesn't out? trust himself to not jump. Is what? <laughs> no, he again, said. I trust myself not to jump. I just, I really don't like heights. Is what it boils down to. I fucking despise heights. I don't like it either. Sorry. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Simon's jumping at bombs like nobody's business. <laughs> I don't like this guy. I don't like heights either, which is all the more reason why I know I would never. <laughs> 
Simon, I know I would never throw myself, throw myself over off. The railing. It's a weird, it's like a psychological thing. It's like how it's like how you always dream that you have no teeth. I've never had that dream. I don't know what that's like. To me, that's crazy. I don't I'm not dream afraid of that I have no teeth. I'm not I have afraid of that they're falling out. They crumble in my mouth. Okay, you're not afraid of heights. We get it. You're a stronger man than both you of us. You've skydove? I've skydove. I would skydive. bungee jumped? I have a bungee jump, but I would. But I don't want to. I wouldn't want to either. For the... For the pull-up bounce part of that. Like, if I was going like to do give you one of those things. I feel like bungee jumping would give you CTE. I think there's a potential if there was a, enough of a What is? You, what do you think there's more risk in, the bungee breaking or your parachute not opening? I'll say this. If the bungee breaks, you're just fucked. I feel like if the parachute fails, you have... Uh, there's a bit of what, what are you shaking your well, head? Well, because I just think your chance of surviving a parachute not the, opening is what I'm super saying small. though is you never jump alone, you have a backup chute, and there's other people up there with you, and plenty of time, not plenty of, but there's time. You have a minute, minute and a half to figure something out. And usually, like, you've seen a million videos of shit going wrong up there, dude. Have you seen the video of the two planes hitting each other midair where all the skydivers have to, like, dude, the plane hits one of the skydivers, he's sitting. He's like sitting on the edge with his legs dangling, ready to jump. And this other Cessna comes, like you just see it fly up and hit the guy and he falls out of the plane and it's fucking insane. I would say though... Uh, what do you... Th- sorry. Go ahead, Kamar. I was trying to answer Yeah, he was in the middle well, of talking. Yeah, I, so. <laughs> well, who's wrong? He is. Okay, Go. right. I was going to say... Neither of us were in the middle of talking. We both started talking. No, you asked no, us a question. Hold on. He Kamar, answer Kamar was seven words into a sentence, and then you went... Oh, yeah. <laughs> slow down, slow down. I'm being rude. I didn't listen to this podcast. But to the question, <laughs> uh, you have the backup shoot is one thing. Yeah. You're so high up. If it happens, you don't know. The bungee cord, also, you could be over water. So you could survive that. If you're over jagged rocks or something. You could also get lucky so you, in that if the bungee snaps and you're only like 10 feet off the ground, then realistically, I wonder all the force of the bungee has, has probably that caught. That has to be the perfect snap. Well, I'm just saying. But um, I think both would be a result as the uh, bungee cord or the parachute are old. I've done the ejector chair. I would, so I would skydive. Fear of heights or not. Would you skydive, Simon? You wouldn't get in the No, plane. I definitely would not skydive. I would never do any of that. Sorry, the only thing I was trying to get out there, I wasn't trying to interrupt him. I was just trying Calm to down. ask. So what do you think has more deaths? Because I have it up here. Bungee jumping. Put your money oh. where your mouth is. What uh, has more deaths? Skydiving. skydiving or bungee jumping? Skydiving. Bungee jumping. Skydiving. Bungee jumping. He had it? Did he have it? He said he had it already? He no, I mean, I was it. pulling it. No, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> this guy throws a shit fit I'm at so temper rude, tantrum. Because eh? yeah. I walked no, no, all no, no, over no. his question that he had not No, even... I was just trying to tell you. I wasn't trying to interrupt you. I didn't have anything to say. No, I just no, wanted I, to I, ask you that. Simon, I was rude and not a gentleman. No, Matt was rude. You were just fine. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to find this here. <laughs> he. This is crazy. Deflect. How many people die a year of skydiving? Okay. What? No, that doesn't tell me. 19 people died in parachuting accidents. And <sighs> bungee jumping. Remember someone died at the X. Not even bungee jumping. That was the, They did uh, the thing where the, you shoot you shoot up and down. I did that, but in the chair. You know the one that the, the So the, you could have died cuz that was just one of the straps let go and Yeah, but in the chair it's different cuz in, in that you're just a person. In a harness. And that I'd be more... I'm not afraid of anything. I ain't afraid of you motherfuckers. But I'd be more adverse to doing that than the bungee cord. Obviously, I've sky-joped. <laughs> 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 
Sky jumped. Obviously, I've sky jumped. <laughs> and sky jump isn't a thing either. You fucking what's wrong? Simon? They're right on par. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, bitch. Wow. <laughs> I don't. So, even... Simon, then the, the argument would be you'd, you'd just be way off. You'd be way better off just skydiving. Then you have a better chance of being killed by being stung by a bee or being struck by lightning, apparently, than dying in either of wow. those other things. Stung by a bee. And the reason they say skydiving is safe is to Matt's point is because usually it's done tandem. Yeah. So you more even than you have another person jumping with you, that person is usually attached to you. And they're an absolute pro. That's but even right, then, yeah. there's also almost always there's two or three people in the air. And just for that reason, like, I don't even think... I don't know that you can skydive alone because they can grab onto you, and the two of their parachutes could possibly yeah break they could your strap fault. you on or so. I mean, again, I God, I'm just uh, picturing a point break in my head. Dude, they had the craziest. They took this woman for her hundredth birthday. They took her skydiving tandem, and as the guy pulls the chute, I guess she wasn't like in tight enough, and dude. She spends like a thousand feet of them going down with the parachute where basically her neck is the only her neck and her big old tits are hung up like on this thing. And that's all that's her keeping tits her saved her pretty much, dude. It's I'll show you the video after if I can remember it's in fucking sane. Are we done with Pete Dominic? Was that it? No, no. There's still oh, Simon's got pages. Still, unless page. you, unless so, you want to be Kamar, done. Kamar is so pissed. How the fuck are we talking about skydiving with Pete Dominic? Like, obviously he was that. And I'll tell you this, interesting time, P. Dominic often opens for Artie Lang. Yeah, well, we were going to get to that, weren't we? Yeah, we were, but that's okay. Oh, Kamar, you, that was one of your three points. The, oh, my points are out. <laughs> Might as well not be here anymore. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that was totally out of left field. I would have never thought that this guy was like buddies with Artie Lang. Well, but I mean, the, Kamar I just feel like comedians, along. you know, he's a New York he, comedian. Artie Lang's a genius. This guy is an intellectual. Whether you agree with everything or disagree. And it's weird listening to someone and Joe's pushing back. And you're like wrestling when what side you're on. And you, you get confused. But Artie like, likes really cool shit. And this guy's eclectic, if nothing else. Remember, this guy's a stand-up comedian. Like through and through, a headliner. Not He's not a personal... He's not a political personality first. He's a stand-up comedian. He's done that work. He's got his set. Like He can do that. Doesn't have to do anything else. He's not big or a household name. And then everything else is off of that. So I respect him for that. See, it's weird you say that because to me, like, I never, I after listening to this podcast, I never would have thought that this guy was a stand-up comedian first. Would you agree with that, Simon? I would have thought he was like a political kind of, <laughs> or maybe, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I did, He wasn't funny. No. Yeah. Well, no, wait, like wait, I, he seems to try to make voices and like. Did he? I didn't even hear him trying to make voices when he was talking about his wife getting dosed, and he actually yeah. dosed himself. And so he was like, Ari tried to put cookies out for my wife, and she does not smoke weed. Like he was trying to. Yeah, yeah. He is though. He just facts. Just facts. Okay. Facts. What well, you, you know what that, are you fourteen? The fact that he opens for uh, our leg. That's yeah. No cap endorsement enough i mean i just uh, his you know when you get high and then you're in a conversation and you have something that you want to say but then you're afraid that you'll forget it yeah so you just, just so you just blurt so it you out. just blurt it out and i i know it's rude but like it, unless you have a pen and you're able to sit here and like you're just so afraid that you're gonna not 
remember it, that you want to get it out, even if you don't need to talk about it, just so it's out there? No, you don't. Do you have something on your mind that you want to bring up? No, I'm just, oh, okay. I felt like maybe that's what he was doing gotcha. sometimes. I'm trying to, but he, trying to defend he, him. He does that for a living. He's he, a radio personality. He interrupted Joe all the time. Like uh, every time Joe opened his mouth before Joe could finish the sentence. So he's either really rude, not a good interviewer, or like I'm saying, too. he got high and got flustered. Well, you know? if he's got high, got flustered, then that's his out. Did that, you? See, he fucking meme that out to me. Eh? That's that's your out <laughs> Mime, for him. Sorry, that's yep. your out for him. Everything else is like he's a bit of a dick. I, I maybe that's the case. That could be it. You seem to know him from before, so I'll have to take your word on it. I don't, but I will. But that's I what guess. I'm trying to stress is I didn't know him before. I knew him as Pete Dominic, the guy who gave you five minutes on. They would talk about a political topic, and then the last five minutes they bring on a comedian who still would talk about the facts, but. This is on his serious show? No, he was just like those people that like, now we have Pete Dominic on any topic you want, what their two senses. Well, he, he, he even said that. I mean, again, I, I sorry, because he mentions it in this episode, but he says, I used to go on these political shows and they'd have me on to talk about the budget and I'm just a liberal arts guy. You know, I don't know anything about the budget. He admitted to that. But he would do it. Because he was making money. Exactly. And well, you would do it too. I don't think I could th- do it. I have not. Uh, no, but you would. If CNN came to you tomorrow and said, "Kamar, we're going to give you a hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars this year, a hundred, whatever, to do a few two-minute segments a couple times to talk a week. about the budget." Oh, I don't know anything about the budget. Don't we, worry. We don't about care. It. Yeah, you're not going to take that money. Just crack wise. I'll try. I'm not. I'm not. He's hate- missing the point, right? No. The point of... Oh, Kamar's got a Kathy as well. I'm going to go into my voice because the whole point of this was when he was talking to Joe and cut him off and you were like, this guy may need a place to express himself. He had a place to express yeah, and he, himself. Yeah, nobody has. And he Joe. got let go. Nobody's getting... He's. I think he was on because he's starting a podcast. That was the whole idea. More power to him. And and uh, they definitely argued, but I think Joe must like him because I don't think Joe helps people out for no. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. don't. Yeah. I think I may have been speaking out of turn. <laughs> I said that Joe did not like him. Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> Thanks, cow folk. What else you got there, Simon? Oh, uh, can I just say for yeah. the record, Simon pointed out after the one year video, he was like, "I can't believe how much I talk with my hands," and I was like. I don't think you talk with your hands out. I've never noticed it. Watching you two for the last five minutes go at each other, we all talk with our hands in obscene. And I, I can't, I assume I do it, but watching you two there, oh, it was obscene. You're doing it right now. It was obscene. <laughs> well, no, I pointed at both of you there. but We speak with balance. <laughs> is that it for... So uh, what is that going to look like on... Um, on YouTube? Well, I've never noticed, does like Brian Callen talk a lot with his hand? Like, I just don't yes, notice. He yeah, he does. So it's just... Part of being a human but being, he's, a, he's Italian. <laughs> no way. Callan is Italian, is, isn't he? There's a lot of people that express it with their hands and talk, especially Beto O'Rourke. All right, there, Padna. Let's fucking. <laughs> I'm throwing the gauntlet out okay. of Simon. Oh, it's happening in the post show. Are we Pre- done here? Prepare for the oh post show. Oh my god, are we done here? Um. Okay, let's just go out on this question. One question, and then we all we can go. Yeah. What is the number? What's the dollar amount for you to get shot on? How much do I have to pay? 
It's a girl shitting on me or a guy? This is a big one. Is it a girl no, shitting on me or a guy? Come on, that's the best answer you can give. What? What Kamar just said. Game over. I mean, he wins. What did he say? Kamar, can you repeat your answer, please? You mean how much do I have to pay? Well, no, I, you're, I you know have to pay a hundred dollars. The question was, how much would you, you get shout out for? Yeah. How like, much yes, do they I have understand. to pay you yes, I for get a woman yes. to shit on you? Yes. Followed by a man to shit on you. So both are shitting on no, me? No, no, no. I want to know both. What's the number is for it, both? Is it public? Is it just private? Do I just know what happened? That's a good question, Kamar. How do you want to play this game? Well, it's got to be private. Like, if we're going on the scenario it's that... It's private, it's private, private. Yeah, private. like, if we're going on the girl packing meat up a guy's ass... Oh, yeah, was, we never talked about that. How is that possible? That's yeah. what the post shows for, which we'll get there eventually. No, no, no. We stop Hold talking. on one second. Before anybody answers this question, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, well, who, who was it that talk brought about that up? It. it was Pete Dominic, wasn't no, it? No, it was Greg Fitzsimmons. Yeah, it was, And yeah. that was clinging the straws. They talk about humiliatrix, and <laughs> this is, guy's got way more He's time than anyone else. He's a mean son of a bitch this week, eh? Wow, I don't like Pete Dominatrix. I yeah, respect Pete Dominatrix. We got it. Okay, so I'm the one with a hole in my Matt, ball sack right now, and this guy's spicier than Matt, anyone. Answer the question, please. How much to shit on me? Uh, How I much do you have to be paid? Well, I mean, like, what's the magic number? Like, uh, where are they shitting on me? On your chest? Oh, no, 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 no. Is that where they shit on you? Feels good. Okay, Kamara likes the chest. Listen, if it's anywhere away from the head. I don't know, ten grand. It's much less visceral if it's on your back. Yeah, right. Let's oh, say that your, too. Yeah. Your face. No, no. If it's on my face, there's no dollar amount. There's no dollar amount. No, I'm not letting someone shit on my a face. A million dollars, you don't let someone shit on your face. Yes. Oh, the Jew in Simon is coming out heavy well, right now. For a million? You 100% do. A million dollars. Think about what a you could dollars. do with a million dollars. A million dollars shit on my face. All to let someone shit <laughs> on Yeah, Kamar I'd have Babar. to let somebody Kamar shit on Babar. my face for a million dollars. Bring the whole family. <laughs> Make it a fucking holiday. But now let's get serious. Okay, Kamar, what's the number? Like, what's the minimum? I said public or Private. If everyone has to know about it, public or sorry, private, private, private. Why would it be public? Because like I would be able to tell stories about Kamar being shot. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I. It's like a I just don't understand. Like I would still look at you. Like you're a very deprived human being. Like if that's a story, you're at a you're at a fucking but cocktail party. Like no, no. But point. I. Yeah, but you're at a cocktail party. Like no, but I shit on him. You're not getting it. No, but you would never tell anybody. It's but not you him just with the said money. you're. Oh, I would tell everybody about Kamar. Ten thousand dollars. That's what I said. Ten k. Yeah. Ten thousand dollars. If it's not on my face, to shit on my if chest. If it's a super hot supermodel, fucking a grand. Like, let's do this. Who knows? We're really? Hit it off. <laughs> off after. Come on. No. Well, what is you shit in my mouth? Like, what yeah. Are you let's doing talk here? about shitting in your Hold mouth. Hold on. Stop. What was the old Chappelle? What did Chappelle say about R. Kelly? He's thousand dollars. Like, Chappelle said about R. Kelly. He goes, if it's between one month in jail. And have an R. Kelly piss all over me. I'm going bring in R. Kelly and tell him to walk, stay away from the face. That's what he said. And dude, it's he. And then what did he say? He goes, you can just wash some piss right off. That's how I'm looking at. Ten K, Simon. A yeah. super hot chick and no, ten K is not for, enough. A thousand dollars. Ten K is not enough. Hold on, you just said a super hot chick could shit in your face for a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's what he said. Wow. What? Well, we're probably gonna hit it off. That's what you asked, right? I mean, I think I might have no. No. So but Kamar, thanks for telling so us. So you're thinking that like 
she's already into this and the fact that you're doing it well she'll be like well this guy's already into what i'm We're into fucking and i already said i would pay oh well that's a, shit on that's me. a very interesting scenario you made because that's not i said you know we're paying her to shit on, or we're paying you to get shot on i don't think she's gonna fall in love with you we but hold say on who's doing the shit to me. <laughs> what okay how did we get on this first of all because that was just your I, weird question they talk dominant about it. sucks but yeah, wait we're I, done i just gotta ask this because let's bring it up real quick in closing what happens to you in your life where you want five pounds of ground beef packed in your anus? What happens to you? And hold on. And let's keep in mind, nothing sexual about it. Why do you even think what? at any point I'm going to shove ground beef up my ass out of all the things you could shove up your ass? Why would ground beef be your go to? Well, here's the, okay, but here's the weirdest part is I actually, I I was so fucked up by that that I sat there. I turned it off for a sec. I sat there and I was, I was thinking to myself, I was like, so how do you get, like, you have to physically have something to pack the ground beef into the ass. Yeah. It's one of those, uh, thumb. Oh, no, I was going to say one of those kitchen utensils. Come on, five pounds of ground masher. beef. That's so much to just go with your thumb. She's not doing it it's fucking pa- five It's potato seconds. masher. This is Greg Fitzsimmons. This is post-show stuff. It can be done. And if, you've paid, if you're paying somebody to shove ground beef up your ass, you've definitely shoved ground beef up your own And he's ass. probably had a butt plug in for an hour before, so he's already got a bit of a gape going, and it's just fucking stuff it in there. Simon's face right there is fucking priceless. Well, this is your guys' fault for doing this right now. Well, this it never even occurred to me. You know what? Game over. I can't wait to hear your voice when we actually discuss it. Game, it should game over. All right. Well, let's uh, let's rate uh, <laughs> let's, let's rate, rate the episode. Thanks, gentlemen. Kamar, we'll start with you. Duh. Uh, that's two. Someone actually will bring that up in the post, Joe. Someone, one of our French Canadian listeners, wants to know why you're always speaking in French. There you go. He said, "I love French." That's how it is. And then Simon said, "I also like French." Oh, that actually sounded pretty good, man. That didn't sound like a transvestite. What is going on here? 2020 coming up. All right, so what do you rate it, Simon? I give this one. Mark gave it a two. Two seven five. Uh, I give it a uh, two and a half. Very middle of the road. So now let's rate the week again in closing. After going over it all, not knowing what I know, no, thinking, knowing what you know, thinking I gave it, I think I think I gave it a three and a half, and I might I might give it a four, even though none of my scores like. Now you actually think you give the week a four, really? Maybe. Fuck Pete Dominic. So Kamara goes up 0.5. Matt? No, I actually... What did I give it? You you shouldn't know. Okay, fine. I mean, I I would say now I would truly, other than Artie, I don't think this was a great week. So like a a two, two and a half. Okay. I would say Artie Artie brings it up for sure. Matt drops a whole point. And what did I give the week? Three and a half. A three and a half. Well, and two and a half. That's now, generous. Man. That's generous. For you. I have to bring it my, I would also go down to like a three for the week. This is very So you do remember what you rated it. You have it in front of you. I rated it a four. Yeah. And so then you I, started by saying I I'd go down. a full point. You guys both took the L on the movie game, which was very special. 
I at least got the year right. That was a great movie game, though. I loved it. Even though neither of us did very well, I still thought... The blockbusters are so hard. Actually, who even won that movie game? Oh, I did, technically. You got one point for it. No, no, but even then, I was was closest on both. You were closest on both. Uh, The overseeing judge is unacceptable. No, well, just hold on. The stipulation is who's closest, and I was closest on both. That's the game. Matt has to get his points. You've got to be within 50 million. Okay, that's fair. I think that's fair. You cannot add a stipulation post, so I get the point. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine. We'll give him the point. point. No, No, I get the two points. Matt gets two points. This is a Pete Rosa to protest asterisks, I don't but give I'm a saying fuck. now it's got to be within fifty million. Fine, that or starts. No points fine, are starting from now on. But I get that point. Oh, I'm taking them where I can get them. Within fifty million, that's a huge buffer. Man. I think that's a nice. But so what? It's a it's a point for each the budget and the gross. Or if you fifty million on well, one I, and not I the think other, you should get two points because you hit head on the nail. It's close. No, no, to hold two. on. The way the game works, he gets a point for you get a point for budget for the year release date. No, no, no. It's if you get budget and I get year, then it's just a push. You All know right, what whatever. I mean? Like you have to be closest on the two. All right, we're to get this is post Joe stuff for sure. Let's, uh, this is important, man. All right. Let's, uh, that's Just it, right? point out of credibility. That's Akamarba it. Bar for the weather. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you again to our sponsor, Blue Chew. Don't forget, you can go to bluechew.com and use promo code J-R-E-E. Um, Get we, up. We have a Patreon. I'm not sure if we've mentioned this before. Uh, you can join for as little as a dollar, as much as a hundred dollars a month if you're really generous or if you're a millionaire. Um, and on that Patreon, we actually post a lot of stuff. You get the post Joe on Tuesday as opposed to Friday and the first three or four, depending on how many Mondays are in the month, but the first three or four Mondays, you also get, Oh my God, we don't have one for tomorrow. I was going to say not necessarily every Monday, but you'll get, you get at least a week. You get at least three (laughs) <laughs> whatever we'll get it out later this yeah. week it we, yeah, just yeah, won't yeah. be That's monday <laughs> aside from the three plus hours what of a terrible content, advertisement for we our do patreon every week no come on man. listen all that matters is you get what you pay for and you're gonna get what you pay for and sure. don't sleep on the year uh and anniversary special the feedback's been amazing listen like, people loved your story kamar but people, people loved, loved matt's dad's story well that our was stories the, aren't competing that was the bell people of the love ball. the episode <laughs> hold on he came over. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on your feet. That wasn't my intention. Well, I don't feel that. Okay. You guys live in this world of competition. I don't. I, Kamar. It was the sum of all the parts. We're no, all in this. Listen, I didn't have any good stories. I'm not competing with anything. We're I'm, all in this together. You apologized to me because my story wasn't I good did. enough. No, no, no. I what, what I said. No. Well, you both he, did. He came over and said. Kamar's story was great. And he said, but your story's getting a lot of play. And I was like, well, I. I, what I said is if Kamar, if Matt had never told the story about his dad, your story is so funny. That story about you going off the balcony. I know. But because it was told first and blah, 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 I just got lost a little in the shuffle. I don't think it got lost. I don't, in the shuffle. I don't understand that it exists. What I'm saying to the listeners, don't steal. It's a great episode. Yes. Ensemble. Not to any point. For the French Canadian fans out there. If he had told that story first and I told my story, my story still would have come up lesser. It's an amazing story. I don't know. And something that's got to be worked upon. Yeah. Um, I'm you wor- put something yeah, yeah, out yeah. there we'll that something. Uh, if I'm talking about that story a year from now, it's still your best point. We're underachieving. <laughs> Uh, let me just say this in closing again we do have a patreon it's patreon.com slash j-r-e-e 
podcast. Um, we have a Twitter. It's twitter.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Is that correct? That's it. Woo, woo. You can follow us on Instagram, J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, we have an email address. It's uh, Gmail. What is it? J-R-E-E podcast. At gmail.com. Thank you. It's always Fuck. J-R-E-E. Yeah. J-R-E-E on everything. Uh, you can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. For the weather. And you can follow Simon on Instagram. At Bigfoot Sighting Society. It just felt weird saying at Bigfoot Sighting Society. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the pros do it, sir. I think, I think yeah. that's it. <laughs> that showbiz. That's really it. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And cameras are coming. Just give us uh, give us till the new year, and then we'll be recording all these and throwing them up on YouTube. You can see all us the, a million dollars. All the insane hand movements. Yeah, you can see us talk with our hands. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you have a great week, weekend, whatever. And uh, keep your eyes open. Yeah.